Today's episode is brought to you by our new bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from dying alone to the bone zone. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. Standing in for Mikey is BMO, the audio engineer. And with me, as always, is my first hand on staff, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yup. Welcome back to the show. Exciting show this week. Guys, we usually have Trump sitting on a stool in the corner of the studio with us. But he couldn't make it this week. But he did send a representative for him. Svetlana, welcome to the show. Svetlana, welcome to the show. Здравствуйте, господа. Holy shit. Wow. This is an authentic Trump representative. Wow, she sounds just like Trump. Yeah. But guys, before we move on, I should tell you what's coming up on today's show. We have a huge debate. Our anti-SJWs, the new SJW. Then we've got a recap, voicemail, then the big debate, and finally some headlines from around the web. But first, I'd like to introduce our esteemed guest this week. Flew into Los Angeles, actually just, uh, what, 20, 30 minutes ago. Please welcome to the show, Destiny or Steve Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, buddy. Absolutely. So, some of you may know, Steve has a long storied history as a gamer. You were a major league gamer for a long time, is that right? Yeah, close to it, yeah. Mainly streaming, but a little bit of programming, yeah. So, Steve, you've been doing online streaming for years now, and this is this is what you do. This is your entire livelihood, everything you do, is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. I don't like to say the first, but I was one of the first people to quit it and do it full-time as a job. Uh, back, I want to say in the middle of 2010, so I've been doing it for almost seven years, eight years now. Wow, seven, eight years. That's a that's an eternity in online streaming because yeah. it's a relatively new platform. Yeah. And I got into uh, Twitch streaming just by watching Awesome Games Done Quick, which was the first thing that kind of put it on my horizon. Which, by the by the way, guys, I'm so fucking tired of like uh, of people who don't understand video game streaming. What's there to understand? You just watch people play games. Oh, oh, I could do it myself. Well, you could do fucking everything yourself. Literally every single thing you watch on TV, be it driving a car, cooking, even talk shows, you talk, you're just literally watching people have a conversation, have a chat. Fishing, there's not a single fucking thing. And the reason people watch other people play games a lot of times is because A, you're not that fucking good at it, and B, it's it costs money and time to set up. And sometimes people come home from a long day of work and they don't want to set up their piece. Am I right? Am I totally yeah. off base here, Steve? Can I take the edgy centrist position here? Because I, I yeah. understand. I think I really understand the, the other side is that when when you've got um because the standard response is always like, Well, you watch football, don't you? Right? Yeah. Right, you watch soccer, you watch whatever. I, I think that um I don't think that older people realize that that gaming has there's two parts to it. One is that people can be really good at games. I don't think that if you only ever played Pac-Man, you probably don't really think of games that way, that people can be, you know, exceedingly good at them. Right. And then um, the community aspect. I don't think a lot of people understand that. So, like, when when you get around with a bunch of friends to watch football, that could be similar to hanging out with friends on a Discord or in a Skype chat or whatever, you know, watching a video game stream. Yeah, there's a community. Absolutely. There's a community element to it. And that's that's the thing. Before I even started streaming, I watched Twitch for three months. And I didn't even stream. I didn't do anything. I just watched it to get a feel for the community, get a feel for the etiquette, the vernacular, the culture of streaming and gaming. It is a whole different world. And you guys are missing out. Yeah. Yeah. People who don't do it. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Meeting up with your friends in real life and watching football has been replaced <laughs> by having friends on the internet. 
Yeah, I, I should say, Steve, so something interesting you've been doing for a while on your Twitch streams, and this became something that kind of uh, grew organically, but you would kind of hang out after your streams and just have chats and conversations about politics and things like that. Is that correct? Kind of, yeah. Okay, so what what uh, what grew into that? Like, how did that become a, how did that get a foothold? Um, basically, I guess uh, growing up, I've always had a lot of interest, uh, just uh, a lot of things are interesting, you know, science or politics or music or art or whatever. So um, in the early days of streaming, you know, I, I figured that, when I started streaming, I kind of did it as an extension of what I do in real life, which is I play games, and people usually laugh when I'm playing games with them because I'm kind of right. funny, entertaining, or whatever. I'll say that. I think I can say that. And um, when, when I do the streaming thing, you know, I figured, you know, we talk about other shit as well. You know, I don't see why if you're playing video games, you can't also talk about, you know, politics or what's going on in the world of technology or engineering or science or whatever. So. Right. I, so I was watching <laughs> one of your streams the other day, and you were talking about, you're having a very, like, political, politically oh, heavy, heavy <laughs> conversation, right? And then every now and then you'd be like, Oh fuck! They're attacking me. Like whatever you would be involved in the game it would completely override the conversation for a moment, and then you go back to it. So anyway, let's talk about uh, you know the politics, whatever. Yeah. You know. Sometimes um, I still have it kind of like running in the background. It depends on like the level of like if I've got like a big guest on, like um, like a uh, Sargon of Akkad or like a Lauren Southern. Like I'm focused 100% on the conversation. But yeah. if it's just like, oftentimes, how it usually goes, is I'll have a big conversation about a certain topic. Right. Recently, I talked to a guy named Vegan Gains on YouTube about veganism versus meat eating. And usually, anytime I have a big t uh, conversation for the next like couple of weeks, a lot of fans will want to chime in. And I, you know, I've got a lot of really great fans, like people with PhDs, masters, um, jobs in the field. So they always come on and give me things to think about and chat and whatnot. And then usually, I'll kind of be playing a game in the background while talking to them. Holy shit! Send some of them my way. I got a real a bunch of dumbasses <laughs> listening. Not not all of them, but I really do have a lot of dumbasses who yeah. who listen to the show. Yeah, I, I try to I try to weed them out. I try to uh, intimidate them. With my intellect, my raw you intellect. I wonder you have so many dumbasses still in the audience. <laughs> I'm just I, I keep weeding them out. That's what I do. What? What? Rob? You feature them on the show with your voicemails. Yeah, and then I shit all over them. Then you shit all over. That's them. right. That's how you weed them out. Yeah, weed them yeah. out by shitting all over them. Give them a segment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Steve, I should say, uh, recently, uh, relatively recently, within the last six months or so, uh, one of the big features or uh, one of the big guests that you had it kind of went viral was you had uh, John Tron on your show and that's where that's where you kind of had a debate with him and it sounded like he wasn't you know fully prepared for that uh, that debate no he was that's bullshit oh he was <laughs> oh, wait, do I was? get to use this <gasps> there you go yeah <laughs> there's there's Steve's buzzer that's the first time you'll hear it on the show but uh, yeah so so you had this debate with him it went viral and a lot of people chimed in on it, and, and John Tron seemed like he was a little bit even self-aware at the end of the interview because he said, RIP my career, and he, he, he signed off like that, right? Yeah, But it obviously didn't have that much of an effect. But uh, yeah, that a lot of people may have heard of that debate. That may have given you a, a larger mainstream audience because a lot of people covered that story. Is that correct? Yeah, every time I have a debate with a really large, or a conversation, whatever, with, with a really large person, I usually get more notoriety for it, right? It ha it's half, you know, the conversation and then everything is marketing, right? You know that, right? Everything right. we do is marketing to some extent. So right. anytime I have a conversation with another large figure, there are going to be more people hearing about me that didn't previously know about me. Yeah, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. Yeah, a lot of people wrote about that. Well, we should move on. We should cover the debate from last week. Now, Steve, last week we had a big debate. We had Zach Waldman. He's a magician and a comedian on, and we debated whether or not moving in together dooms your relationship. And I put it to the vote with the audience. And the audience voted with 82% no. Yeah, that moving sounds in, right. Yeah. yeah, you agree with that? Absolutely. M moving in does not it's actually. It's a trick question, actually. Yeah, why is that? Because it's not a real relationship until you're living together. <laughs> I, I oh. don't think so. Oh, but. shit. What's the longest relationship you've ever been in? 
I don't know. I had a string of long ones. My my first one with my what would be my ex-wife was like four or five years, and then my child's mom was like four years, and then my current one I think is like we broke up and got back together, but it's probably like around three years. So. Oh, so you've had a string of long, of long relationships. relationships yeah. And at some point, uh, do you, do you tend to move in early on? Or yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, you so you never had a relationship that lasted more than say a year that you guys hadn't moved in together. Is that correct? Uh, my recent ex probably approached that. Yeah, but we didn't live together ever. But do you, do you ever feel that trepidation where you feel like it's coming? You know, you know it's coming. You know you're gonna move in together, and you're like, oh god, like, I better pump the brakes. This isn't, you know. I no, don't I, I the way that I see it is like, like anybody can date anybody and and be happy because you don't have to deal with their shit all the time. Like it right. doesn't, you don't know anything about a person until you've lived with them ever. You never know anything mm. about a person until you live with them. Well, so like the idea that um not not to shit on anybody's relationships, but like the idea that you're in a serious relationship with somebody that you haven't lived with yet, and not like this. Oh, she stays at my house on the weekend sometimes. Like. I don't know. I think it's bullshit because you have to you have you have to be with them when they're pissed off, when they're yeah. in a bad mood, yeah. when they're PMSing or whatever bullshit they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that's when you really find out if you can handle living with each other. Yeah, man. I exclusively get with girls when they're PMSing. In other words, you're happier not living together, which is exactly what Zach said last week. <laughs> Zach, uh, let me let me tell you about. The, but then uh, it's not a real relationship. Well, then you're just no, friends. You're just friends that fuck it, sometimes. Call it right? fake relationship. Call it fake friends news. With benefits. But it's there still working. Hey, Svetlana's not here. Let's not talk about fake news right now. Uh, Oh, shit. Uh, I Shots do, fired. I do want to... Really, really brave shitting on Trump in this day and age. I oh got to tell God. you, it doesn't happen that or, often. Or, or just uh, appropriate, okay? Brave oh. or slash appropriate. Good point. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I will say this, though. On, on note of what you said, which is you don't really know the relationship until you move in together. I will say this. I like to travel as soon as possible in a new relationship. If I feel like there's potential there. I like to book a trip someplace because that's really going to be the test. You know, all those emotions that you go through, the anger, the fear, the sadness, like uh, living in cramped quarters and dealing with stressful situations. All of that is put into a pressure cooker. Where, where the when fuck you are you traveling to? Vietnam? What the fuck? He actually he goes <laughs> to fucking. Fuck yeah, man. Up. Are you one of those yeah. boxes for like three days living in cramped quarters? <laughs> like very stressful. Like I'll go. I'll go wherever. I, okay. Here's how I travel, guys. I go to kayak.com slash explore. And it pulls up a map of all the ticket prices everywhere in the world. I just find something cheap, and then I buy a ticket. I don't care where it is. I almost bought a ticket to Moscow before I, I mean, literally, my mouse was hovering over the buy button before I decided, you know what? I better check the state travel uh, website. Recommendation or whatever, yeah. Yeah, the recommendation. And they're like, you can't go to Moscow at all. Um, You have to be sponsored by somebody. And you can be sponsored by a high-end hotel or something like that, or if you have a friend or business associate in in the country. But they said if you go into Moscow and you even do it under the guise of going there by accident, they won't let you leave the airport. They have this, it's very, very strict about that. So thank God I didn't do that. But I do like to travel. I went to Hungary that way. I bought, I found a cheap ticket to Hungary and I just bought it. I said, fuck it, I'm going to go check out Hungary. Landed in Budapest, didn't know shit about the country. Had a great time. Fantastic. I'm just bragging at this point. But we should also talk about the other... It's your podcast, dude. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, we, were, we were also talking about... So we're putting these videos on YouTube as well. And we I, I have this new screen up where it's just my face on a flag. There's so many of my faces everywhere in the studio. And it makes me so happy. There. Uh, <laughs> we should also talk about the other debate question that I asked last week. Does living alone increase your risk of masturbation and having crows pick at your neglected corpse? With 92% of the vote, the audience voted yes. Wow. <laughs> that's that's Zach's future. This guy, Zach Waldman, man, he was so mm-hmm. adamant about not moving in together in a relationship. And I said, his future is just 
being a, a corpse that slips on a pile of his own cum and then just dies and no one finds him and crows pick at his neglected corpse. Hey, mm. man, if that makes him happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's, ah, that's what he claims. A- now, I also want to mention, I rarely do this, but a couple of weeks ago we had a debate, did CNN cross the line? Uh, and that was with regards to Trump tweeted out a gif of himself clotheslining CNN, right? And a lot of people... Yeah, I had some uh, uh, problem with it, especially CNN. CNN came out and they said, well, this is inciting violence against the media, but yada, yada. CNN tracked down the guy on Reddit who created that GIF, and then they said, okay, we're not going to release your name because you apologized, but should any of that change, we reserve the right to do so. A lot of people perceive that as a threat. And so I asked the question, did CNN cross the line? The audience voted originally yes, but since then, the audience has changed their vote to no. By 52 to 48 percent, they said, no, CNN did not cross the line. So that's one of the few times, I think, after the fact, after a week or so, uh, after more facts and things came in, people did change their mind. What do you think of that, Steve? Did CNN cross the line? Um, so this is something where I usually just ask a bunch of questions. This is You could talk for hours and hours on this. It's a really fascinating conversation. Um, but my gut reaction when I initially heard about it was that it was absolutely wrong. Like, it's not even close. Like, it was an easy, like, this is totally fucked up. Um, but when you start to think about like what is newsworthy insofar as when the president is doing things, it becomes a lot murkier. Um, so, for instance, let's say the president goes on a golfing trip with, with three or four people, right? And these right. guys are important, wealthy people, right? Should you report their names if you spot them? What if they're not that important? You see the president is on a golfing trip with two or three people. Do you report on that? Do, do you, you know, hey, like this guy is this guy, this guy. Are you allowed to release that information? Should you release that information? Um, what if you find out that Trump goes to a certain church and the pastor gives, you know, these, uh, you know, these really crazy sermons is it okay to find out who the pastor is like where do you start to draw the lines on what is allowed to be reported and what isn't allowed to be reported if trump is tweeting a gif and you find out a guy makes these gifts and he is a um that guy was like a crazy white supremacist if you looked at his logs it was insane not that that should impact whether or not you think it's right or wrong for his info to be leaked i don't think it should be i don't think that should impact it it's it's a very very difficult question to answer and it's made more difficult by the fact that the internet has made everything so different like you know if we were talking about this story 20 years ago does anybody really care if we publish his name if it's 1994 and we publish his name in a newspaper does it really matter no maybe not but now if you publish his name every single fucking person on the planet that hates trump now has a new avenue to channel their anger to try to dox you to try to ddos you to try to find your information ruin your life like i think the internet changes everything too so right i I don't think there's an easy i would i think that um and 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 alluding to our future conversation that we're going to be having anybody that pretends there's an easy answer to this is probably a fucking idiot that shouldn't be having the conversation it's a very nuanced topic i think amen to that but speaking of fucking idiots we should get some voicemail (laughs) i do have a lot of voicemail this week a lot of good good calls and some questions for you, Steve. I have uh, I, I put it oh, out joy. to the audience. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so here's some questions. We'll start this one out. Um, this is a famous caller. Uh, listen to this. Oh, hi, Maddox. This is Tommy Wiseau. I'm a big fan of your show, and I see you're having Destiny on there. What a great story. I have a couple questions for him. How does he feel that his three black daughters had a huge career? I find it weird that they named their band Destiny's oh, Child. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, h- how is your sex life? Man, I've been streaming for seven years, and I've never, ever heard the Destiny's Child joke before in my entire life. That's actually the first time I've ever heard it. That was amazing. Right? I can't even tell if you're being sarcastic. Right I mean, now. I have a six-year-old son, so I've heard this joke like oh, a oh, really? million fucking, <laughs> Oh, yeah. A million fucking times. Yeah. It's, it, it always surprises me when someone has a really obvious name 
uh, like Arby's or whatever, and someone makes a roast beef joke, and then they and they say, "Oh, I've never heard that before," and then they're sincere oh. that they actually haven't heard that before. Yeah, it'll happen every now and then. Wow. Um, here's another caller starting off strong with the quality voicemails. <laughs> I see. Yeah, the, it was a celebrity. Yeah. Did you guys know who Tommy Tommy Wiseau was? Did you re- re- understand I have that no reference? Yeah, no. From the room, Tommy Wiseau. The room. The room. One oh, of the of shittiest movies yeah. ever made. Yeah, that's who that was. What? Yeah, Rocco. That One of the, the shittiest time. movies ever. Okay. No, it's like Next, a classically yeah. shit movie. It's yeah. classically yeah. shit. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah. But. They're, they're making the... Um, James Franco is coming out with the disaster movie, which is a, a story of how that shitty movie got made, and it looks super fascinating. I've seen The Room in theaters probably 15 times. I've met Tommy. I've met the entire staff. I'm a huge fan. I'm friends with some of the... the uh, You're the... fucking the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Can we fucking listen to another voicemail before I kill myself? All right. Here's, All another, right. here's another caller about CNN. Hey, listening to the episode about living with your significant other, ruining uh, relationships. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out what's worse. The fact that Maddox chose some fuckwit who's never had a significant relationship in his Ooh. life to be the uh, the guest on this episode, Ooh. or that you guys spent half an hour talking about how much shit CNN sucks, and then the first fucking article in your show notes is CNN. What the fuck? Uh, everybody on the show, other than Rucka, is a dumbass. Yeah. Uh, I, I like suck this Suck a guy. Nazi's dick. Okay, listen, dipshit. Uh, uh, Maddox, how come on a show about whether or not you should move in with the relationship if it dooms it, how come you had a guy who thinks that it does? Maybe because that's the fucking point of the show, dipshit. We have people on who who have a strong opinion about a certain topic, and that's what we debated. Zach, of course, disagreed with that. That's why he was on the show. And as for CNN sucking, yeah, man, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Shithead. No, well, the guy made some good points. Though. No, what good point? He made zero he good made points. Some good points. He made About two the points in their Nazi off. dick. I think was that. That was one of his points. Yeah. Great. Shitty call. Here's another one. Uh, this one's a this one's a question about uh, CNN. Hey, Destiny. Easy question for you. Was CNN right to publish the name, or right to consider publishing the name of the guy who made the meme tweeted by President Trump? Yeah, well, we kind of already talked about that, but you think overall your answer is what? They they didn't cross I the line? I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not sure. It, it feels like I, I would say I'm like 51% they shouldn't publish the name just because of what the internet can do to people, like the responsibility of CNN not to let yeah. that happen. But So they did this guy oof. a favor, and the internet shit all over CNN. I don't know. They should have They should have fucking published it. Fuck it. Fuck that guy. Did you ever see that guy's comment history? Yeah, it's awful. Holy shit. Yeah, and then and he's coming out and saying, oh, it's just a troll. No, you weren't, dude. No, you fucking weren't. Because wow. there's some modicum of entertainment value that goes into trolling. You don't just go off and call someone the N-word. Like 15 times. Yeah, 15 times. And then allude to all of the poll propaganda. And yeah. Then, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I mean, th- look. You're on record as a hero. Thank All you. All right, let's get to the voice. <laughs> You're now. so annoyed with We're me running today. out of time. All right, here's my. So I talked last week about my aunt, and I said my aunt is the only person in my entire family who ever gave me any sex advice, mm-hmm. which is essentially she has a really deep voice. She says, "Maddox, pump them and dump them." She's like, "Women are all whores." And so anyway, my aunt called into the show. Very special call. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox, it's your aunt. I was listening to your podcast, and I realized I haven't given you any sex advice since you were a wee lad. 
So here's a good one, because I saw you were hitting it off with that Waldman fella. When you're sucking his dick, make sure you cup the balls a little bit. That'll rock his world. Anyway, keep up the good work, and uh, I'd give some sex advice to Rucker, but he's not getting laid, obviously. Yeah. First Man. first sensible caller, my, my aunt. Maddox's aunt. Yeah. No. Which, by the way, it sounded like my aunt was essentially just making a gay joke. But... Gays don't get laid? No, she's suggesting that I'm going to suck Zach Waldman's oh, dick. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. But but a lot of detail. A lot mm. of detail about yeah. what, what feels good. Yep. Joke's on you. Yeah. yeah. Um. Here, This one, Rucka, this is a call for you. Oh, no. It's a bit of a hater. I don't no, know. We're maybe ra- We're out of time. Maybe. No, we're not uh, out of time. Hear, we're playing this. Let's hear the little voicemail you, play this. you selected. <laughs> this just came in. I just play yeah, him as it comes in. so random. Here it yeah. is. Wow, Rucka. Just when I thought you couldn't get any fucking stupider. You go ahead and say one of the dumbest fucking things that I've heard you say so far. When you said that most of our tax money gets spent on welfare programs, you are wrong, alright? Economists can't agree on a lot of things. But one thing economists and politicians do agree on is that most of our tax money goes to the feds, you fucking idiot! Goes to the what? Yeah, so- sounded like he said feds? I'm not sure. It goes to the fed? The Federal Reserve? Yeah, may- look, maybe. I don't know. Look, do I look Do I look like I fucking study no. anything? Do I look like I know where fucking money goes? And Absolutely not. what the government spends money on? No, no oh, one's shit, accusing you. You shouldn't have backed down on that because you're actually correct. If you look at um, yeah. what this guy probably saw is usually <laughs> when people talk about the budget, they talk about discretionary spending. Mm-hmm. But discretionary spending is actually a smaller part of the overall budget, which mo- mostly goes to entitlements like Social Security and shit. Yeah. There Thank you. you. Go. There you and go, Which dude. was Damn. exactly the point I made last week <laughs> as this caller doesn't even fucking, he's incoherent. He's, these people are not smart. You find uh, these oh, voicemails. Yo. These guys are uneducated. Yeah. They don't fucking go to school. Okay. They don't fucking do their homework. Mm-hmm. They they fucking they all fucking dropped out after looking at your fucking career you don't fucking don't w- do anything you don't post on your website for yeah. years in a row and you're still fucking successful they think they can do the same thing and that's why they're ill-informed yeah okay thank you for being ruckus crutch there yeah i'm sorry my steve bad. i didn't know he was gonna rocket jump off that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit well here's uh, here's I, another call yeah, here's ahead. another question another, for you another another call another call yeah uh-huh. there's another question for steve on whether or not you know a while back there was that meme that went around where people were saying the okay symbol was a symbol of white supremacy here's a question about that hey guys quick question for you is the okay sign a symbol of hate and if not or no matter what your answer is why thanks yeah Yeah. a very reasonable why do all why do all your all these callers who are calling in sound like i know who this guy is oh you know this guy okay well what do you think is the is the okay symbol a white supremacy Whenever symbol? mainstream media starts talking about fucking memes, that shit gets fucking cringeworthy <laughs> it's, it's as fuck. It's cringy. The gets, most, you know, yeah. the most white supremacy, if they were to play this on TV, we would instantly revert back to fucking Nazism or whatever is if they were to have the Pepe the Frog dude doing the OK symbol, and you'd have all the Nazi white Hitler memes together. It'd be super Hitler. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, well, here's one last call. This one's uh, this one's calling me out. on so on. Okay, on a fucking joke that I made, my dipshit oh. listeners. Were, were you trolling? Yes, I actually oh, was yeah. trolling. It was Let's in the fucking real trolling looks shit. Like. Okay. This not is like, real trolling. Not like some miscellaneous guy on the internet whose life you want to expose. Let's see what a real joke is like. Do you know what coughing evolves into in Pokemon, Steve? Wheezing? Wheezing. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Everybody knows that. Everybody fucking knows it. And I, I made a that. joke. I said, oh, coughing evolves into Gengar or something. Holy some shit, shit like that. Oh, yeah. 
And this then, is the same guy that was making fun of Rucka for being a virgin? I oh, was, my God. It was a joke, and then the, I'm still getting calls for it. Listen to this shithead. All right, Maddox. You make some good points sometimes. Yeah. But you don't know shit. Oh, coffee controls into puncher. Are you a fucking moron? Still cannot get over this. You call yourself a fucking Pokemon fan? Well, you know what I think? I think you're actually a fucking Digimon fan, you little Holy bitch. Shit. Oh shit. Oh, shit. on that. Fuck you. Fuck that caller. What a piece of shit. Digimon, how dare you? I play Pokemon Go every day. He does. That's an absolute fact. I am in, I am the leader of a gym right now. Did you know that? <laughs> on one of the, what, three left in L.A.? Yeah. You know, there's there's actually a lot of gyms, and everything's a fucking shitty Team Mystic. Nobody's Team Instinct. Nobody's the winning team except for me. Oh. Yeah, I do play Pokemon Go. He it's does. a joke, idiots. But they can't pick up on sarcasm. Yeah. That's an actual troll. That's how you troll. Yeah, but you know what's not a troll? You know what's not a joke? Him playing Pokemon Go every day. Yeah, right? I do. Not a joke. Yeah. I, you, are you always serious. Are there like leaderboards for that shit yet? Are you like on top of the fucking... No, there aren't. It's Moving on. still fun. Yeah. 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 Look, it gets me out of the house, and uh, it's a social experience, and Generation 2 <laughs> Pokemon, yeah. It is. Can you like name your Pokemon after your like next book or some shit, so when kids go to the gym and get their ass beat, at least you're doing like some advertising or something? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. Yeah. That's name, a really name, good name, idea. Name it fuck whales. <laughs> fuck whales. Yeah. I'm gonna get a lot of a lot of kids checking out fuck whales. They'll Google think, it, find your shit, your SEO will be boosted, people oh, will be buying their shit. Damn. Dude. Dude, I'll just take over gyms all around yeah. town. There you go, do dude. Do that mm-hmm. grassroots <laughs> street team. Yeah. All right, guys, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines as always. But with me is my first hand on staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. There it is. And Steve, let's hear yours. There it is. If either of these two fine gentlemen disagree with something I've said or want to chime in or just want to annoy one another, you'll hear those buzzers and here's mine. That's what it sounds like. But guys, moving on to the debate this week. Oftentimes, people criticize SJW culture as being overly sensitive and delicate snowflakes. But more and more, there's a criticism of people as being equally outraged and reactionary on the opposite side. So that leads us to the debate this week. Are anti-SJWs the new SJWs. Now's your chance to vote on the website madcastmedia.com. Don't forget to vote before and after listening to the show. But Steve, as our guest this week, I want to throw it to you first. What do you think? Are anti-SJWs the new SJWs? And what, what does that mean? So when I look at anti-SJWs, what I see is there's been this culture online. Some of them call themselves the skeptics. Some of, I don't know. They've got a million different names to go by. I try not to use labels anymore. But basically, you have a bunch of people that have taken some of the most extreme ideas from the left or the SJWs, and they've like tried to 180 them, and then that's become their new identity. So whatever they hate the most, I don't know if you do this shit growing up as like a teenager, like whatever your parents say to do, you do do the opposite. It's like right. what they've become, it right. seems. But the, the the ironic thing is that they start to employ a lot of the same types of, of strategies that the people that they hated do, you know, character assassination, getting overly sensitive about stupid shit. And, okay, you know. In- interesting, interesting argument. Now let's define some terms just for people who still aren't completely up to date because we are in an era where still the news media still tries to define memes and things like that so for for those who still don't know sjw stands for social justice warrior and typically speaking they're people who are more on the politically correct side of the spectrum is that correct 
people like they call them Tumblr feminists. That yeah, sort of thing. I, I would say it's a derogatory term. Nobody nobody wants to be a social justice warrior unless you want to be it. Ironically, like you, you can advocate for social justice. But typically when you call somebody an SJW, it's usually used as a derogatory kind of like a slur, you know, it, you know, I, that's how I perceive it. And mm-hmm. that's how I've always used it. But I have I have uh, several friends who call themselves SJW proudly. Sure. They wear that kinda, as a label. You kind of do it like ironically. No, no. They, like, these like, are... like I call, like I'll say, like, oh yeah, you know, like I'm a big SJW now or whatever. Just so, oh. so you kind of understand. But but like I don't think you would ever. Like you're only doing it because other people used it as kind of like an insult. If that makes sense. Like in the beginning, that like there's something called social justice, right? Yeah. And a social justice warrior is literally somebody that's out there thinking they're fighting like a, a battle of social justice. It was used as like an insult originally. I guess you could argue maybe they've reclaimed it now, yeah. ironically enough. But maybe when uh, you know the first time I came across that term, social justice warrior, mm-hmm. was um, I was a big advocate of something that, in my estimation, was social justice, which is if you are out in public. And something happens, like, say, for example, a parking meter doesn't work. I'll I'll give you an example. I was at uh, Disneyland one time, and I tried to buy a calling card. And the machine didn't work, and it was $20. I put in $20 as a fucking machine. So I kept hitting, uh, you know, eject. It wouldn't give me a refund. I just waited until the machine timed out. And finally, it just printed a receipt and says, if you want a refund, you have to send us a letter to this this, uh, this address in Canada. I said, fuck that. Fuck this machine. So I unplugged it bent the cable, and then jammed up the fucking credit card reader with gum. There you go. There's $20. Yeah, it's going to cost you at least $20 to fix assholes. That, that's, that, in my estimation, was social justice because I took justice into my own hands, right? Then I, I was telling vigilantism, but I guess you're... <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, okay. Yeah, that's what I want to call it, Steve. It was really smart. Okay. So then I told my friend, I'm like, yeah, I'm a big fan of social justice. He goes, oh, man, you're a social justice warrior? I'm like, yeah, man. That's really cool. You added the word warrior to it. That's <laughs> yeah, We even, we dress up in our white robes. We get out on our horses. We find some people that shouldn't be wandering the streets that just look like they don't belong. We string them up on crosses and we advocate for social justice. Hey, okay. there you go. Yeah, all right, the, the KKK, the original social, social justice, justice warriors. <laughs> We've got our social justice grand wizard. We've got, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great conversation. Okay, so... That's not what social justice warriors are today. They are Tumblr feminists. I don't think that's what they ever were. No, no, I don't. No, I don't <laughs> think so. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so so why why has the people why have the people who criticize this movement become the new SJWs? And again, SJWs are known to be what outraged and overly sensitive and uh, tripping over themselves to be offended. Is that is that what you'd say? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say that SJWs are legitimately pretty cancerous. Um, I, I think that um, you can look at that culture and basically anytime you try to marginalize a group of people or shit on a group of people long enough, um, over time, you will create reactionaries. I think it's just a natural extension of of, of that kind of environment, right? You, you can see that happening in, in a lot of different ways politically across the United States now as well. Um, but but to focus on the SGW stuff, so, so to be specific, to give an example, right? So I don't normally say this word anymore, but this is a really good example. Um, in the gaming communities, and I'm sure you're familiar with this growing up or anybody that's played any game, you know, faggot is a really common word. People would say it all the time, and it still is today to some extent. Right. Um, and in the FPS community, the N word even is a is a more common word, right? Um, Maddox drops that shit all day. <laughs> just joking. during just during fat beats. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the uh people people that say these words don't necessarily hate gay people. I don't think they do. I don't think most of them do, right? right. So when you're talking to a person that says these words, you have to to describe how problematic it is. You have to be careful in the way that you approach the conversation. You know, like hey, you know, like you say the word faggot a lot. Um. 
I know that you don't hate gay people, but when you say it, you give the impression you do. There are people that do hate gay people that when they hear you say it, they enjoy that. And then gay people kind of just, it kind of feels shitty to hear somebody throw around, you know, the word faggot casually all the time. Like being gay is, you know, fuck. Like that would be like a, a decent way to start explaining that to somebody. But the SJW tactic is usually like you said faggot one time, you're homophobic. I'm going to destroy your life, right? Is what they would do with every single fucking topic, right? So if you ever had like any kind of a, you know, politically incorrect opinion, it's not because you had any idea or thought in this area. It's because you hate black people you hate gay people you hate you know any of these types of people right and i think that over time i think that that really extremist mentality kind of created this reactionary group of people now who, who whose entire existence is defined as the like ant antithesis to the sjw's where whatever they believe now they believe the exact opposite as strongly as fucking possible you know okay so it sounds like this kind of gave rise to the argument that the election of donald trump was a response to this SJW culture. What do you think of that argument? I think that SJW, I think that gamers like to believe that because gamers are only know about politics through fucking Gamergate and they don't know anything else about anything having I, to do with politics. I, I mean, John tried to believe that, right? When you had the debate, he, he said this is why you, Who's also a gamer, right? I, right? I'm very careful. You have to be very careful when you get opinions about politics from gamers because right. everything they know about politics is literally what they get fed from like the Kotaku and Action subreddit or whatever their leading gamer fucking guy tells them or whatever, right? right. Um, that being said, I do think that kind of the, um, I think that the SJWisms in, in gaming culture serves as sort of a microcosm for the, the overall Overall conversation in the United States, um, insofar as like PC culture and other things as well. It wasn't just PC culture that probably played a little bit into it, but I think things like um, like the economy and the job market and stuff like that, immigration, I think all played more, especially with the terrorism and everything going on, like the world climate. I think played more into it than just the PC culture, if that makes sense. Okay, so why are the anti-SGW people? the new reactionaries, why are they the new ones who are most outraged? I want to hear, so what, what What would you think is an example of them being outraged over SGW culture in an over-the-top way? Sure, I have a really, I, I mean, you can think of a million examples. Pull up any video and, and you'll probably be given like 15 different examples. So a really good example recently is, um, we could talk about uh, Canada's new law or there's a new law in New York City that has to do with misgendering trans people. Right? Okay. So if you get an explanation of this from any reasonable person, it's pretty clear what it is, right? So basically in these cities, what they did was they brought um, they brought trans protections under the same types of umbrella that other types of minority groups are protected under, like um, sex discrimination, age discrimination, uh, racial discrimination, right? So basically what this meant was um, uh, tenants, people that own buildings or people that were employers aren't allowed. Let's say that you identify as Regina or some shit and, and you're a transgender person and, and you're at work. I can't sit there and go like, hey, what's up, dude? Hey, man. Hey, uh, Reginald. Hey, dude. And over and over and over again, misgender you is a form of, of harassment against your uh, transness or whatever, right? Okay. Essentially, that's what these laws, the law in Canada right. and the law in New York City, essentially, that's what these do, right? Okay. Now, if you look at the reactionary culture on the... Um, I don't even want to call them the right, right? the skeptic community, right? You've got a bunch of people on YouTube saying like, oh my God, if you go to New York City, you misgender somebody, they're going to fine you $100,000 and throw you in jail. Oh my God, in Canada, they're trying to make it so that if you accidentally call somebody a he or a she on the street, they're going to fucking fine you a million dollars and throw you in jail. Like, no, that's not what any of this is about at all. Like, it's like all nuance is thrown to the wind and the understanding of any of these kinds of issues is just completely like lost to the wayside and they just go full fucking, can I say retard here? Yeah, Full absolutely. fucking retard on like yeah. these issues. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, I'm a bad SJW, <laughs> but, but like it's just, fucking crazy how like absolutely blown out they get over like every little itty bitty tiny thing yeah okay so 
I'll, uh, you know, I'm, and so I'm arguing the other side of the debate. Oh, oh you are? Okay. Yeah, I, was I haven't even said we're, it yet. We're only 35 <laughs> minutes into the debate. I was wondering when 60 minutes ends and the debate begins. Because, uh, asshole, I was trying to hear the, uh, the, oh, the setup wow, for yeah, the debate. Oh, wow, that's so reasonable. Yeah, Just I am because reasonable. you agree with everything he's saying doesn't agree, mean you're, you're excused from a fucking shit. debate. It's called a debate. It is a debate. What that's happened what to you, man? I was you about are, to talk, you asshole. You're everything you fucking claim not to be. You're counterintuitive. Go ahead. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, if I can continue, if I can even espouse my opinion espouse here. Espouse it. Yeah. I'm yeah. about to. Yes. This is like that time on Crossfire when... um Tucker. Um, uh, yeah. What the fuck? The what was his name? They, they did the Daily Show. Oh, my God. I'm John rushing. Stewart. Yeah. When yeah. Stewart went on to Crossfire. Yeah. Fucking roasted him. Is the Maddox podcast getting canceled in a couple episodes? Yeah. So who's John Stewart and who's Tucker? You're John Stewart and we would be the guys with the yeah, bow Yeah, you're John Stewart. Roasting us no, for fake John debating. Stewart, yeah. John Stewart was telling Puck. them to stop debating. He was saying... <laughs> well, his criticism was that the debate was fake, was that it was all for show and they weren't actually yeah. like... Because they had, well, yeah. Right. All right. Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's get it on. Yeah, I'm yeah. about to. Yeah. Fucking uh, All right, go the, ahead. The, the, de- the derail train of Rucka Rucka Ali over here. Oh, sorry to derail yeah. this fucking uh, this platform you're giving your opponent. Yeah, oh, platform. It's called hearing out the oh, fucking yeah. opposition. Hold on, let me just uh, sit. That's how a debate works. When a fucking... Uh, yeah, you hear hey, their, their position shithead, and right, then you res- give a rebuttal. This right here is a debate. Listen, oh. this if, is if, a Dave, debate. if Ruben can get away with doing it on his show every single fucking day, why can't Maddox do it? I think he would say he does interviews. This is right here is supposed to be a debate. Uh, yeah. Well, if I could fucking get to it. Let's get to it. Derail Express over yeah, here. My, All right. My okay. bad. Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right. So, anyway. So, I have a friend who is very sincerely worried and afraid that these new, we'll call them SJW laws. All right. The uh, the law where misgendering someone could lead to a fine. It is a slippery slope argument. And I think, generally speaking, a slippery slope argument is a fallacy. Because there are a lot of points that, a lot of assumptions you have to make for a slippery slope argument to come true. But, when you look at these types of laws that are being passed, that slippery slope seems pretty likely to happen. Like, my friend who uh, messaged me the other day, he said, hey, hey Maddox, why don't you make videos against SJW culture anymore? Why don't you make a video about Anita Sarkeesian? Why don't you attack these feminists online? That sort of thing. The truth is this. I've made videos like that in the past. One of the last videos I made like that was about the wage gap. And I talked about the wage gap in a very sensible, reasonable way where I covered my sources. I didn't go on the attack calling people names. I was very respectful. I said, here's where the wage gap comes from. Here's why it exists. And I attacked that, you know, that misunderstanding of the wage gap. And then I looked at the demographics of my video, and it was 93% male. The people I am trying to reach with my message aren't listening. What, As Rucka? opposed to your other videos that are just fucking age 50, 13 50. to 14 female, right? You know what, shithead? I am I am targeting a specific demo, aren't I? You wanna oh, you wait. wanna reach more girls? Uh, stop dragging your feet and just come out as full fledged SJW. Oh, great! If you're trying to convince people the wage gap exists, aren't these males the exact people that you should be trying to reach? No, the opposite. I Steve, I'm saying that the wage gap 
is much smaller than most people think. It's five to seven percent. It's not seventy percent. Okay, you're gonna argue. Can, with, well, oh, let's just do this real quick. Okay, okay let's I'll give it. you the factual. Okay, what let's is hear okay? it. Let's hear it. A wage gap exists in the United States. Okay, to some degree, there exists a wage gap that is an actual pay gap that cannot be explained by any other metric. That number is very small. Well, it's very small. Okay, now there is a larger pay gap, the one that people frequently cite, what, like seventy-five or seventy-three percent. Yeah, um, which number is it? Right. So <laughs> wait, wait. First, what? what number is it, and where did you hear that number? Um, I, Obama quoted it. What isn't it like seventy three cents on the dollar? Seventy some bullshit. Obama said seventy seven. Sure, okay, seventy seven. Sure. Yeah. Now this larger number. The yeah. reason why this larger number exists is because it's by taking all of the data of people of men that earn wages and women that earn wages and comparing them. But the problem is men typically choose higher earning jobs. Women typically exit the job market earlier or choose lower paying careers. Right. So the question. So the wage gap it does exist. Right. Now the question is. Why does it exist? Does it exist because women just want to have children and opt for that, in which case it's fine? Or does it exist because we pressure women into lower paying jobs, in which case we should look at it? That's the wage gap, right? That, okay. okay. Well, essentially, except for I, I disagree with the assumption that it's because we pressure women. Uh, there have been countless studies that show that women and men treat different scenarios differently. Like, for example, under duress, men prefer to be alone, whereas women prefer to be in social settings and social situations. And they did a study in the Netherlands and in Iceland. By the way, Iceland is the most feminist country on Earth. Every poll always shows Iceland as the most feminist. They're the most egalitarian. Their uh, Congress and Senate, I think, is 50-50 men and women. They have laws that uh, that disallow marketing toys that are gendered, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's lots of laws like that. You know what the wage gap is using the same calculation in Iceland, the most feminist country on earth? 82%. I mean, it's it's just flawed calculation. It's flawed metrics. But then when they interviewed these women who are choosing to work in social work and you know lower paying jobs, they asked them why and they say because we prefer it. And you know what's, what's really counterintuitive is that in countries that are less feminist, they have a slightly higher rate of women in STEM fields. And the reason is, is because those jobs are sometimes available and not necessarily the jobs that they would choose. So women are choosing jobs that they are less happy in and therefore upping the STEM field and counterintuitively reducing the wage gap. Uh, that, that plays a huge factor into it. Anyway, I made these, these type of videos, right? Mm-hmm. And the target audience is not watching them. So that's why I don't really criticize that stuff You don't have a target audience. You make videos and you post them on the internet. You don't decide who's going to watch them. I can. No, you can't. Yes, you, I... you cannot reach women. I can reach You're women. You're not what women are into. <laughs> okay? You do <laughs> shit posting commentary videos, <laughs> insulting children, and talking shit about whales. Okay? You don't fucking get to sit there and go, oh, well, my video didn't reach women, so it failed. You, you fucking, it's your biggest fucking video. Okay. You, you fucking, know, how does this fucking tie into, uh, is SJW the new anti-SJW? Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting to that shit. You know what, Rucka, oh, that's it. All right, it's it's it, we're done. We're gonna put up. A, a, you're gonna get a potential demotion. I'm gonna put it to the vote yeah. on the website. Let the people decide. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, moderation demotion that All happens right. from time to time. Steve. Yeah, sure. Rucka's got demoted. Democracy in the works. Do women get uh, two thirds of a vote? Yeah, he's that's going right. back to power bottom commanding moderator. Yeah. Just to just to comment on the end of that, just because yeah. these issues are so insanely fucking complicated, right? Yes. And the discussion is good, and I, and I don't mind like this type of discussion. Yeah. One of my big points I always think, as long as people are discussing the important issues, I don't really care what people are saying, as long as they're having you know. Sure. Sure. So when you, when you talk about that that point that you brought up was really interesting, right? So it's possible that you could have 
a society that's pushing women towards certain types of jobs because there are more jobs um, to be filled there, right? And in, in that effect, you essentially eliminate the wage gap or reduce it, and you get more women into these fields, but you end up causing women to be unhappy, right? So, but there are still two different conclusions that you, that was kind of what you were saying, right? Is that these women are choosing jobs that's ultimately making them less happy than if they would have chosen something different. Right, right? in countries that are less feminist. Yeah, yes. so two things could be happening here though. One, um, it's possible that because of the way men and women are hired, maybe they are legitimately less happy. Or two, it's possible that the job market and the education system is pushing women towards jobs that culturally we're still not really encouraging. So maybe women would be interested if culturally there were more uh, role models in certain fields that were right. I'm not saying which one is the correct answer. I'm just saying that it could still be either one. It's like, when you get into like sociology and psychology and everything, it's so fucking complicated that it's hard to sort out like fact from fiction or, or to actually right. like establish like causal relationships between happiness and unhappiness. Well, okay. Um, I, I feel like we, we've, uh, we've we've talked about that on both sides of the issue a, a yeah. fair amount. But back to the SJW. Uh, oh yeah, debate. that argument. Yeah, I do want I do want to say this. Okay, when you have these laws that are passed in New York and Canada, mm-hmm. um, my friend who who messaged me, he's like Maddox, make more videos like this. This is a problem. He said that what's happening is that the SJW side of these this debate is getting legislative force, and they're able to pass laws that are going to eventually, if they're not already, inhibit our free speech. So being able to call someone, you know, you're an asshole if you if you misgender someone who insists on on being identified as female or male. Who gives a shit, right? It's not going to cost you anything to humor them, even if you disagree that with the entire concept of of a gender binary or or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you pass these laws, you are now saying it's a slippery slope towards what other? <laughs> no, you're so the you're problem wrong. is these these laws don't apply to normal people in the street. They apply they apply to employers and and, and people that own buildings. You well, already weren't allowed to do these things. When people argue these, they make these same free speech arguments like we well, should be able to say what you want. Like okay, but you don't really believe that. If you're white and you go into work and you've got a black boss and he's like, get over here, honky, you cracker ass cracker, get over here and fucking work. like, do you think your employer should be legally allowed to treat you? Like, no, nobody really thinks that, right? So I, when you talk about like free speech, like th- these aren't. We 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 believe in free speech as a concept, especially surrounding certain things, religion, freedom of the press, um, you know, publishing material and whatnot. But the um, but but we've also decided as a society. Now you can disagree with this, but we've decided as a society that there are some situations where we we limit freedom of speech, right? In the case of um, uh, if you own property, for instance, right? Should you decide who gets to live there? Well, no. We've decided as a society that no, you're not allowed to discriminate based on family status. If someone has kids, you can't discriminate based on race, uh, uh, race, age, gender. Like you're not allowed to do these. You, you actually get in trouble if you post an ad on craigslist saying um you know looking to house you know only women or whatever right you can't actually do that it's illegal well, okay so but th- we actually had this debate on the show a while back where some girl in uh, a college someplace mm-hmm. put out an ad and she said she only wants people female of color roommates. right mm-hmm. female or people of color living with her because she felt unsafe and she made this bullshit argument where she said uh blah 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 patriarchy white people uh, i'm a victim this and that and she essentially made the argument for discrimination yeah and then she was kind of defended by i think the aclu you even defended her. I'm not sure, but but there were a lot of um, uh, leftist groups who came in and defended her right to do that. And I'm not even sure it's a right. But she said, well, I can choose which roommate I want, and I can advertise to have that type of roommate if I want. I would be really interested in hearing the ACLU's defense of this. Because Maybe how could you defend, ACLU. Because yeah. how could the ACLU defend this and then come out against people, the um, the gay cake bakery or whatever, they didn't want to sell cakes to gay people? Yeah, I may be, I may be misquoting the ACLU. Yeah, okay. Gen- generally speaking, they're, they're on point. But, but that you say it's dumb, but again, like that's an interesting argument. If I buy a house, this is my property, right? This is right. like one of the biggest, oh, being an American, is I get to own my fucking private property and I get to do what I want with it. 
it. And now right. the government is going to come in and tell me that I have to let anybody move in there. If I want, what if I don't want kids in my house? What if I don't want black people in my house? What if I don't want white people in my house? This is my property, right? Right. Yeah. But we've decided. Well, I wasn't arguing in favor of that. Don't get too excited there. <laughs> yeah, Rucka. No, I mean, I, I but no, you can yeah, finish but, your point. Yeah, no, but that, that, that that's a legitimate argument. No, I, I would I would uh, rephrase that by saying that uh, the way the government has assumed the role of legislating uh, morality, essentially, by telling employers what they can do, telling landlords what they can do, telling amusement parks who they need to let in, which seems like a great way to fight racism, is a big overstepping of the government's job and leads us to a place where now um, there are contradictions inherent in our system. So I would I don't agree that that we all think that free speech should be limited. I personally I I don't know if you'd call me left or right. He he calls me a a extreme right winger. Um, I'm actually I'm just I I just I I consider myself just really principled about this. I think Mm -hmm. personal freedom, whether it's speech or property, you have sure. a right to uh, to do what you want with your own body, your own mouth, and your own property. So the really careful thing, so then let me present the other side of the argument, the reason why I think as a society we've decided against these things. Let's say that you have an okay part of town and a really good part of town, okay? Let's say that most black people live in the okay part of town, white people, rich people move in the good part of town. Let's say that the black people start to get more money, they you know get better jobs, take, you know education, all of that is improving, and they want to start to move out to some of the nicer areas. Well, as soon as they move out to a nicer area, all of the employers decide that they're going to discriminate against them. They don't want to hire a black person. They don't want to sell to a black person. They don't want to let their black children into their parks or their schools. Now, they own all of the, let's say it's a private school, say it's private parks, they own all the property. You can argue that it's their right to do it. But now you've essentially created a system where certain people can get entrenched in these areas where they can always keep other people out. And there's no real way, you know, a lot, the hardcore libertarians will come out and they'll say like, oh, well, this is bullshit. You know, the free market will solve blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not true. There are actually plenty of empirical studies that show that people, employers will make suboptimal economic decisions to uh, fit a certain personal agenda. Uh, one of the most popular ones is... Um, a bunch of researchers, and this has been replicated time and time again, a bunch of researchers take uh, job applications and just swap the names between white-sounding names and black-sounding right. names. If you were a, if you were a black-sounding person, you got half the callbacks. That, And they didn't change anything else on the application at all. It was just switching the names. Just by having, like, a, if you were a Tyrone or whatever, you were 50% less likely to get Well, sure, people have biases against all types of cultures that they deem to they kind of even instinctively uh, profile in certain ways. Uh, look, I mm-hmm. mean, the world the world has plenty of problems. Um, I know this is not a free market versus not free market debate. We're we're, we're technically supposed to be having a SJW. <laughs> we are. Debate. If you would let me, I mean, th- this is this represent. is this is this is obviously a big topic. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't want. I'm I'm just supposed to be here to moderate. Yeah. Um, I. But just, just, we'll see yeah. for how for, we'll see what's <laughs> yeah, going to the vote on this. So like for, for the past two or three topics that you brought up, right, we've talked about the um, the, the racism thing, whether you should be allowed to be racist um, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple things before that. Fuck, I don't even remember that now. But like this is what I'm talking about. We're both. Uh, oh, the the LGBT law or whatever. Right. And whatnot, right. right. And that there are actually very and the CNN thing. There are very good arguments on both sides and you can defend both positions. Getting on top of a fucking platform and screaming the SJWs want to steal all your free speech and they want to fine you, blah, 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 like is bullshit. You're not. You're not doing anything for either side of the dialogue. You're, you're, you're one. You're strawmanning the fuck out of the opposition. Nobody wants to fine you a million dollars for accidentally calling a, a transgender person the wrong pronoun on the street. And 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 you're just not. And you're not helping your own people understand good arguments against this shit, right? Okay, that's fine, Steve. But mm-hmm. here, here's the problem. Here's the nuance. I think that you're missing in this in this whole. Thing. I'm missing the nuance. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You. You. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I, I feel like I feel like the people who are reactionary to this uh, SGW culture. 
you know, some of them may seem like they're overreacting to some of this. Oh, it's not a big deal. You're not really going to get fined. It's not really going to happen. Uh, it, it's an extreme case or it's an employer that might happen. But here's the problem. Once these laws are on the books, you can then take people to court and litigate. And, and even if you don't have a chance in hell of winning that case, just because the law is on the book, you are allowed to take somebody to court and make the case and waste judicial time, waste resources, waste money, just because that law is on the books. And people may use those laws punitively to just take them and waste resources and time, and especially if people have deep pocketbooks. If somebody at uh, at a job gets you know misgendered and they say, well, you just violated this misgendered law, even if there's no chance in hell of winning that case, just because it exists, they're allowed to take people to court. Don't you think that's a problem? No. Why not? Why is that not a problem? Because would you make the same argument to get rid of every single employee protection law then? Well, no, that's a slippery slope. That's, that, no, that's that's not a slippery slope. Is, I'm using is, the same is, argument. Let's say that you come up and, and you want to, um, you want to, I fire you and you think I fired you just because you're old, even though you can work the job or because you're a woman. And now you come back at me with legislation. I could use that exact same argument. Oh, you're just doing this to waste my fucking time for punitive damages. This is bullshit, right? Well, okay. But with, with the difference between age and this whole weird uh, gender science and gender identity that we're we're dealing with is because is that it's relatively new. People, I don't even think the science is settled on. There, there's a raging debate on gender and sexuality in this country. People don't really know what it is. I don't even fucking know what's going on anymore. We just talked about a couple episodes ago where you could ha- literally have two gay guys having gay sex with each other. They both identify as female, so technically they're lesbians. What the fuck world are we living in anymore? Well, what does it even uh, mean? Ultimately, uh, something I try to explain to you on a regular basis <laughs> is that uh, ideas ideas are they they are carried out to their extreme. If we do agree that employers should be uh, encouraged to treat people a certain way, if we do believe that the government should uh, uh, stick their nose in the workplace um, beyond you know where violence is involved and and, and fraud, then. Uh, we will get to a point where employers have their balls cut off for not referring to their employee as a six-year-old girl. Mark my fucking words, it's coming. By the way, by the way... So that I'm, was a good example of a slippery slope. <laughs> it is a slippery... On the topic of uh, ideas getting carried to their extreme, it's not that the SJWs call you homophobic if you use the word faggot. It's They call you homophobic if you're straight. They call you racist if you're white. They call you transphobic if you're cis. I mean, you you've seen these. Okay, so I like need, the, I don't. It's not new. These are the kinds of characterization I'm talking about. Like, does this happen? Like, I'm, that's I'm sure SJW it does. taken to its logical yeah, extreme. That's like, this uh, the egalitarianism. That, the number of people that do this are like so few. Like, are they really keeping you up at night? Like, do you really care about them? That I mean, much? I personally no, no. As as a guy who fucking who who's self employed or whatever, like it doesn't fucking. I'm not personally threatened it, but as somebody who values liberty, I don't want to see these guys in in the in positions of power and but these ideas do get taken to the extreme it starts off with like uh with minimal like hey man let's make sure there's no racism in the workplace next thing you know the fucking bosses are fucking being uh they, they feel like they can't fire somebody okay hold on i want to dissect something that you just said wait yeah. are and you this taking is, my position this is, this is, i have to yeah, I have absolutely to just he's always second. been on your no, position you, no, okay I have to. what you got because what what steve with the steve's position right the the anti-reactionary yeah. people are just as bad as the, as the sjw's you said the following sentence hmm. you said as somebody who values liberty yeah i don't want to see these people in a position of power yeah well, that is anti-liberty you I don't want to see. I don't want to see anti-liberty people. But isn't that democracy? 
No, I didn't say I value democracy. I said I value liberty. Are you fucking... Do you not understand the difference between those two words? Well, I understand that there's a distinction between liberty and democracy. So, in other words, Hitler should have the liberty to kill millions of people? Is that liberty? Well, if he's representing yeah, if the he's people, representing the will who, of the people, freely, right. democracy in well, action. That's what, okay, and then that, that's where that's where the the people who are saying the SJWs, right? They're saying that the case for uh, these laws passing, right, is that they're trying to prevent fascism and they're trying to prevent these what fascism? Yeah. No. Well, I'll give you an example. The let's, trans let's talk law about this. in New York City. So if I go and I look on the books and and then and the New York City law, I'm going to find fascism written somewhere. No, but the, that's what they're always using. No, as a I think it was just to make argument. it so the intent is really important here too. It's not like an accidental, like you accidentally misgender. It's like if if I have an employee that is a trans person and I'm like, hey, dude, hey, he, hey, how is your dick doing today, buddy? And you're intentionally fucking with them because you know they're trans. Well, it's just supposed to make that the same as discriminating them on them based on their sex or or their age or their race or whatever. Why is that necessary above and beyond the laws of harassment that are already on the books? Because uh, there's like different protections that come in under like sexual harassment, uh, harassment of like protected classes and whatnot. Okay. Same thing I, with like tenant rights as well. Like protected classes are a thing, you know? I would cede that hate crimes are a necessary distinction sometimes because they can be particularly egregious. But when you start to lump some of these other things that are into the group of hate crimes, you're suddenly going down this wishy-washy slope where other people can throw all sorts of crazy shit out there. Oh, well, you know, let's talk about colonialism. I'm a, I'm a person who suffered from colonialism, so if you make fun of uh, what region of the country I came from or if someone <laughs> occupied my land... No, I'm not wrong. No, I'm not wrong. <laughs> okay, what? can I get... Can, so Go. Let's, okay, yeah. real quickly, let's formally establish the definition of a slippery slope. A slippery slope is only fallacious when you have two events that have no way of being connected to one another that you claim w that, that B will follow A if A happens, but you can't establish any kind of link together. So let me give you an example. Let's say that my child says, Dad, I want to stay awake later tonight by 30 minutes, and it's, and it's 9 o'clock. Like, okay, fuck it. You can stay awake till 9.30, right? And then the mom says, if you let him stay awake until 9.30 tonight, um, he's going to want to stay awake till 10 o'clock tomorrow night. And then you go, well, that's a slippery slope fallacy. No, that's actually true. That can logically follow from that, you know, if you keep sure. it right. So that's that's actually, it is a, it's a valid slippery slope. You can go down that slope. Now, when you say that... Um, Trans protection rights um, being included under like gender and racial discrimination rights is going to lead to people claiming that colonialism triggers them. It's already there, dude. But Oberlin not, College oh, included it in their syllabus. They said okay. if you, yeah. <laughs> so this is what I'm talking about. Oberlin College. I don't even know what the fuck. What is that? Like in Minnesota or it's some shit? It's a very liberal college and they included it in their syllabus. They said if there's any of these triggering events. So this is a private school that fucking 1,000. It's probably got like a 98% acceptance rate that nobody fucking cares about. Who cares? Dude. Dude, I, I wrote care about, about this in my book. There's multiple colleges around the country who are already enacting stupid trigger warnings like this where they talk about um, colonialism. Uh, it goes beyond violence and rape and sexual assault. It goes to, uh, you know, uh, uh, racism, racist language, uh, potentially triggering language and things like that. Like, it, we are it's already a, there. But they're private schools. Who cares? If they want to do it, just don't go. It's, I think it's stupid. I, for all for what it's worth, I agree with you. I think those are stupid as fuck. But again, like, so this is kind of what... I'm glad you brought this up because this is like the anti this is the anti SJW shit right here yeah. is w when I when somebody says something like hey like trans people or gay people you know have these problems and then you say something like well in Oberlin College um, and then in a you know Statesdale College in a Washington uh, they have a law on triggering okay well a few years ago gay people weren't even allowed to get fucking married right we needed a Supreme Court decision to bring the whole country on these are right. total these the issue of scope here 
is like so different. Like, is it does it suck if your kid gets killed by a goat? Like, yeah, that would be traumatic as fuck. But it also sucks if your kid dies in like a drunk driving accident, right? One of these problems is more relevant to the world or, or to the the American stage, right? In terms of discussing policy, right? Sure, is is what I'm talking Absolutely, about. So, like, yeah. are the things happening at the co- these colleges bad? Probably. I mean, they're private colleges, so I don't really care if it started happening at state schools or really it, large it, colleges. It has. Yeah, that would be a problem. To. It's starting um, to. I think that the protests that go on in schools against right-leaning speakers, I think that's a pretty big problem. Yeah. But to try to lump these in as the same things as like, well, trans rights or gay rights, you know, it's kind of like what's going on at this school that 42 people, you know, attend, I think is a little bit disingenuous. No, it's not because it's already fucking <laughs> happening, dude. Like, let me give you a perfect example. This outraged a lot of people. And I'm not even sure where I stand on this, but recently uh, an Asian woman was trying to rent an Airbnb in California. And she was texting with the owner and asking for directions and saying, hey, I have uh, one or two friends who might be staying with you with me. Is that OK? And uh, she and normally they, they say, yes, it's fine. And she already got approval earlier. She said, just double checking and I'm, I'm coming on my, on my way. She sent her a picture of herself, I think, with some friends and, and the woman who was renting her place on Airbnb rec- uh, noticed that she was Asian. And she said, oh, Asian, never. And she said, uh, this is why we elected Trump to keep you people out of here, right? God damn. Yeah, very racist. And she said, you're not welcome at my at my place. She literally said this. She said, we elected Trump to keep you people out of our country. I'm just wondering how this story helps you defend I, the anti-SJW. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Okay. So she complained to Airbnb. There was, and, and Airbnb, I think, took the, the, um, the homeowner to court. And there was a settlement that was reached. And the settlement was $5,000. Plus, the homeowner had to take an Asian American studies class in college. <laughs> Swear to God, God that damn. was the settlement. Okay. Now, why, in what universe should somebody have to take an, a sensitivity course for choosing what they want to do with their own property? So, well, we already kind of discussed this, right? There's, um, is it uh, um, housing authority or whatever? Like, you, you're not allowed to discriminate based yeah, on Yeah, Maddox, race. you agree that the people don't have a right to their own fucking property. Yeah. So who are you to decide they shouldn't take some retarded course at a community college? Also, if I had to venture a guess in terms of how that negotiation went, I'm guessing that she probably was facing a, a pretty large fine and maybe one lawyer negotiated it or the judge said, maybe instead of a fifteen dollars or $20,000 fine, I'll cut it down to $5,000. you have got to take this course. Because usually, like, it's not like you need to to go take a course to be SJ. It's just like showing good faith that because the the believe it or not, the goal of our punishment system is supposed to be rehabilitation. So maybe it was like kind of like for a show of good faith, you go take this course. I'll cut down your fine. You're making an effort to be a better person or some shit. I don't know. Right. Okay. I, you're probably right about that. I think that's probably what happened is they would have had to pay a much higher fine, but they agreed to come to a settlement like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's what uh, uh, Ruck, a uh, firsthand on staff moderator with zero uh, percent nuance doesn't yeah. doesn't understand with the whole property rights debate mm-hmm. right i think he's a property rights extremist which is oh i'm all about liberty right kind of yeah. like wanting to free the slaves extremist kind of like not wanting a holocaust no, no extremist. it's absolutely different no it's not it's oh not. yeah it's not, i'll tell you yeah, why i'll tell you why. why i'll tell you why it's because the the whole property rights argument comes to it's your property you do whatever the fuck you want with it and that sometimes could lead to a movement a cultural and social movement where people do want to discriminate against people of color and is minorities. This my argument again Absolutely. That's the only <laughs> argument he's been making. I'm not done. Okay. That's one side of the debate, right? But. And then the people who would argue that 
it's okay to have uh, uh, pro absolute property rights. We don't even know what you're talking about. Listen, this is supposed to be about SJWs versus our anti-SJWs, the new SJWs. By the way, these anti-SJWs are not mostly libertarians. They're not mostly into absolute uh, property rights. Some of them might not even be absolute free speech people, but they, they, they're just anti this... Uh, non-binary fucking uh egalitarianism if if they fucking understand what that understood what that word even fucking means uh, uh fucking uh, announcing that all straight people are homophobic and all white people are racist that's what they're fighting that's against. a straw man so, argument that's the fucking facts as someone who's actually seen more than one fucking video of an anti-sjw you don't even know what the hell you're debating about oh my so God. what i'm trying to tell you is this this is not about property rights okay i want to fucking argue this steve's is, side because i can uh, shit shit all you over this you are arguing his side this debate was not supposed to be about one fucking legislation in new york or canada it was not supposed to be about employers it was not supposed to be about property it was supposed to be about our anti-SJWs, the new SJWs. We got people tuning in here because it's destiny and it's anti-SJWs and you have one fucking job. I'm doing it. All, All right. right. Do yeah. it. No, they're not. They're not the new SJWs because the SJWs are still the SJWs. They're... <laughs> That's, see? Yeah, see? what? I like that. No, yeah. you're, you're I know, I'm once, saying the fucking argument. For once, you're giving words Such meaning, your values. You're fucking saying A is not B. You're fucking no saying anti-SJW cannot be Only SJW because one is anti and one no. is. Okay, but are you familiar with horseshoe theory? It's the political theory that when you become mm. more extremist on either spectrum, you begin to come around you to each other. You become the so. other person. I mean, That's right. The Democrats of this country used yeah. to be the Republicans and vice versa. I'm not no, sure. No, wait. No, that was a different. That was a Totally. Yeah, it's the horseshoe theory, buddy. Right. Yeah, look, look it up. Yeah. Google it. It had to do with the Southern that's strategy. Right. It had to do with a little bit of a role reversal of parties. But that's uh, calm. All right. Look, mm -hmm. man. Uh, look, I, I, I see. I see it all the fucking time, and I, I see it happening on the SJW. Look, the SJW side and vice versa. The SJW side. Okay, well, let's talk about Antifa. All right, mm -hmm. because a lot of people have problems with Antifa, and the more I learn about Antifa, the more I watch <laughs> the their more videos. You love them. The more. <laughs> fuck you, Rock. I'm tired Go of your ahead. shit. I'm tired of it. Finish your fucking sentence. Yeah, can I please? Okay, oh, thank you for giving me permission to finish I my fucking moderator. sentence. Can I have one fucking I sentence? I am the fucking, one fucking sentence, bottom commanding moderator. Whatever the fuck it is, I'm not going to be it next week because yeah. people are voting. <laughs> you know what? This is like There's verbal, your democracy this is, in action. This is verbal There's graffiti. Fucking, the people have decided. Oh, A asshole. bunch of fucking SJWs are going to vote me out of my fucking position. Triggered. Yeah, yeah Ruck has been triggered this entire fucking time. Yep. All right, can I finish this point? Please. Thank God. The more you learn about Antifa. Yeah, the more you learn about Antifa. <laughs> The more you like them. We the all know that's no. where you go. It's the okay. more you learn, they're fucking doing I in the street respect. what the government does from their fucking uh, parliament. Well, Antifa is a genuinely scary movement because yeah. they are coming out uh, as the guise of fighting fascism. And in doing so, with their methods, mm -hmm. they are some would say fascists themselves. Oh, wow. Because they are going, they're buying that slippery slope argument, which is saying that the people on the right, these conservative speakers like Ann Coulter, like Milo Yiannopoulos, Black Bloc was protesting Milo Yiannopoulos' speech at Berkeley. And they, with threats of violence, prevented him from talking. And they justified it by saying that, well, Milo espouses some philosophies and theories that could lead to violence. But in, in trying to prevent philosophies that could lead to violence they are actually
actually committing violence against these people. Ooh, I don't really? think it's outrageous. Are they committing violence? I What's had no your idea. Problem? I love the fact that like it took this long for you to even admit they're being violent. Destiny, I'm guessing you're not a big tea party guy, and honestly, neither am I. But you got to admit, the way these fucking, the media, they found, they heard a rumor that one tea party guy littered and one other guy said the N-word, and it became the whole fucking movement got painted as a racist fucking effort to hang Obama oh. from a tree. Compare that to Antifa. Antifa's burning down the whole fucking world, and I can't get oh one God. person on the fucking media to Trigger. fucking... My right. audience is button. Yeah, yeah. All right. Rucka's triggered okay. as fuck. Burning down right. the whole world. They're fucking. You just proved Destiny's argument. Thanks for shitting all over fucking, the debate. If asshole. fucking Trump fans were setting things on fire and fucking acting like Antifa, fucking wearing black masks and acting this fucking crazy, you think you'd be this fucking chill? It would like, take you fucking months to say, oh, maybe these guys are acting like fascists. Okay. So this is a good. Actually, I really like this. I like talking about specific things because here we can see the bullshit that appears on both sides. So yeah. for me personally, I, and I have been very resolute on this. And I always am. If you go back to my Twitter, I'm very, very consistent on this. I think that violence because of political reasons is always wrong. You should never, ever, 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 ever become violent for political shit ever. So when Richard Spencer got sucker punched in the street, right? I was on Twitter saying, this is bullshit. If you celebrate this, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're an absolute huge piece of shit. Even if he is legitimately a Nazi, this is not how we solve our political differences in the United States of America, right? If for no other reason, because I get called a fucking Nazi all the time. And I'm a huge SJW. You are to puck. the right of Maddox right. on this <laughs> issue. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. So I... So, because, because, so what? Any anybody you disagree with that, that you think is a Nazi so, cannot see right? principles, but, but, but yeah. principles, and mm -hmm. and and all, and you know, I had a lot of right leaning people that came up and you know sucked me up. I'm like, wow, Dustin, you're really rational. Yeah. Really yeah, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks later, some s stupid chick is at some Antifa rally, and some guy runs up to her Punched and fuck her, her yeah. sunker punches her, mm -hmm. and now all those same people that were on my side are, oh, look at this stupid bitch getting fucking. Oh my god, she got punched. Oh, it was so fucking funny. Like, oh my god, like. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's not two cool. sides of the same coin. And Rucka, I, yeah. I'm just, I, did I, I just, did I stick can up I just for... finish? Can I fi finish a fucking yeah. sentence? I, I'm just ready to throw in the towel because your outrage and your, your fucking Trigger. triggering over here has basically proven Destiny's entire <sighs> argument here. <laughs> Shouldn't you be fucking? I can't keep him from realizing so that. Shouldn't you fucking keep him from finding that out? But you're arguing his point. Yeah, how? By cutting off the side of the outraged. table. I'm fucking you're I, outraged. I'm like Charlton Heston, <laughs> stranded on Planet of the Apes, trying to understand this fucking double standard. You are the new SJW. You just proved his argument and, right. and shit all over mine. I was doing a good job. Finally. Sorry, Des. <laughs> Finally, I find out what I am. Yeah. Triggered as fuck. Yeah. I also think the hi like the hyperbolic words don't help. Like when you say like Antifa is setting the world on fire. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, yeah it's a little outrageous. It's a little isn't extreme. It? Yeah, it's, it's a like, little it's bit kind of like calling. It's like kind of kind of like calling all white people fascists or racist or uh, scum or Dude, if you say if you fucking Antifa are insane. Like it's fucking like the fact people are so mellow about this shit is a fucking is is. They're, a, they're you're, not. you're intentionally trying not to see it. No, they're it's not. It's out of fucking no, control, it's dude. Not. No, it's not. Dude. You know what else is out of dude. control? Look, look they, the, yeah. the, the problem is with, with Antifa is the exact same problem with white nationalists who commit violence. They're the same people. They're the same people. They're just outraged uh, people who are taking things way too far. I would say and more than, than that. They're, no, it's they, not. They want to limit freedom on both sides. The white nationalists as well as Antifa. They're all promoting fascism or some form so of like, statism. Okay, hold on. So this is, yeah. again, this is another area. <laughs> we can get into a lot of nuance. So yeah. when you talk about limiting freedom, so mm -hmm. there's a lot of interesting things that go on here. Um, let, let's say that we go back to that one village. We've got the black people and we've got the white people. And here we have ultimate libertarian freedom, the best, freest kind of freedom, where philosophically the government is not allowed to aggress on your rights as an individual 
individual in any size, mm -hmm. shape, or form. Okay, so now everybody is free to make their own decisions. These towns stay segregated forever. These people are never allowed to move over here. These people are able to keep all their wealthy shit over here because they don't want to interact with those people, and that's fine. That's great because they're all being as free as possible. Now the problem is the people will say the black people in this town have, in effect less freedom because they don't have access or any of the protections from government over here to, to, to migrate or to do anything in this area because these people just don't want to associate with them, right? So it becomes, it's not necessarily a more freedom for everybody or less freedom for everybody. It's more which types of freedoms do you want to protect? Or, sorry, go ahead. I just don't understand this this scenario you've painted where you've got whites over here and blacks over here. Mm -hmm. are, are the whites individually owning their own homes or is the entire village owned by, quote, the white collective? Say the whites all own their own homes and their own uh, okay. businesses. It'd be very bizarre for uh, a free a free society with free trade and individual rational people upholding that free society that are still for some reason so racist on so, both sides. That and and by the way, if the blacks are living in such a free society and they also are driven to succeed, why would they want to associate with racists? Like they would be they would be booming over on their own side, building taller buildings for being not racist and being. Uh, in touch with reality this is such a bizarre concept where so that, like we've got this libertarian utopia or this libertarian looney tunes paradise where people are still clinging to their fucking uh antiquated uh prejudices against people of another skin color i just yeah and, it, and it would be loony and i agree but this is why libertarianism doesn't work is because like i said and maybe i should have brought those studies with me but like there are studies where there people no will choose suboptimal economic outcomes for instance like the bakers that didn't want to sell cakes to gay people why would you not want to sell cakes to gay people it's just more business people will make suboptimal decisions economically if it means furthering whatever their personal political Some agenda people is might but in a free society uh there's there's so much First of all, free society, freedom is the only way. Without free, the minute you take a little bit of freedom, as you can see, uh, things multiply and everyone ultimately you don't will lose that. all their freedom. You don't Absolutely. believe that. No, no. Yeah. Do you think because you should be able to go naked on the street in a children's park? Well, the, the, I think the, uh, ultimately the concept of public property is problematic. Okay, okay, hold on. We're getting <laughs> off in the, six, in, in, in but, the woods here. I, I mean, it's a, that's a valid argument it's a okay. libertarian argument but uh, sure. yeah, it could be i mean but, yeah, okay, yeah there's a lot of that but so I, 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 I laughed at the end i don't want to say like i was dismissing you but i'm saying it happens yeah. <laughs> i yeah the show happens a lot uh i <laughs> i do want to i do want to get back to the sjw argument here yeah uh, oh yeah that one yeah yeah who was uh, who was having that argument again was it you and well, rucker or me uh, and rucker? i'll tell you i'll tell you i'll tell you one important distinction between the sjw's and the anti-sjw crowd okay here's here's something where i don't i haven't seen an analog yet from the anti-sjw crowd recently on uh, Doctor Who announced that they're going to have a female Doctor Who, and there's all the celebration. All these women. This this guy recorded his daughter watching the trailer. The moment that she saw it was a female Doctor Who. And it's like, oh God, oh, uh, it's a female Doctor Who. Oh, well, now I can identify with Doctor Who because before I couldn't, and before, uh, essentially, what <sighs> it's saying, what the argument is saying, is unless it's representative of your creed, your identity, your gender, you can't identify with those people, which is absolute fucking bullshit. Because the same oh, the same argument. For this one, All right. Dude. Can the, I get a pencil and paper real quick? I, I yeah, usually here. take notes when I'm talking to people, yeah. just so I can like write down your bullshit. So yeah, I gotta, write down, write it down. All right, okay, okay, yeah. go ahead. Beca because the same argument was made when the female Ghostbusters came out. All yeah. these people started parading pictures of their daughters dressed as Ghostbusters. You see, this is why we do it. This is why we have representation. Is so we have female role models for little girls. Blah blah blah. But I went back and I looked. Or pictures of kids dressed up as Ghostbusters before 2016. And guess what? I found a fuck ton of them. 
I found lots of little girls dressed up as, as Ghostbusters. Same with little boys. And you know why? It's because we identify with people. And to suggest that we have to have a certain representation of color, of, of uh, gender, of uh, uh, whatever it is, nationality, creed, r- race, religion, to identify with those people is counterintuitive to who we are as people, as a species. And, and, then, and, then, and then what happens, and then what happens is you have people like Anita Sarkeesian coming out criticizing the decision because the person wasn't diverse enough. Where there is no bottom, there is no bottom of uh, to these people. They just want to criticize. They just want to complain. And I have not seen an analog on the anti-SJW side to that. I'll let you respond, but I just want to point out. You know how you said gamers only look at politics through like the prism of Gamergate and stuff. Yeah. Like this guy only becomes anti-SJW <laughs> when you bring up Ghostbusters. Okay, it's like his fucking Gamergate. Okay, that's yes. good. So, I got some strong feelings about Ghostbusters. So, okay, first. This is the greatest, the greatest bullshit argument of all time, and I love it. <laughs> Thank I you. love it when people hear this, when people make this argument. Greatest of so, something. <laughs> um, this idea that you can identify with anybody, yeah. everybody always fucking says this, yeah. but whenever you swap out that lead white male character with anybody else, people go fucking crazy. No, Why? that's not true. Uh, really? Yeah. Evil Dead. Perfect example. I went to see Evil Dead, and they they swapped out the the lead Ash, which I am a huge fan of. Army of Darkness. I I think I thought I thought it was sacrilege, but I still went to see the movie. And guess what? It was just fine. And you know why? Is because they didn't parade it around as some big fucking achievement for feminism. Oh, we got a female lead, guys. You cast the movie and you don't make a big fucking deal out of it, and you go watch it. Who gives a shit? Peter Pan. It's been doing. It's been done for years in the since the sixties. I mean, the reason the female Ghostbusters, people had an issue with it is because Paul Feig came out there and said, oh, I pitched Ghostbusters with women. He That was his goal from the outset. He wasn't uh, pitching Ghostbusters Yeah, but that's what he movie. does. He makes movies with women. He made Bridesmaids. He made Spy. That's, that's what his thing is. Well, that's fine if he wants to do that. But he's taking a classically a, a classic movie that already has. Who he, the fuck cares? I'll tell you why it matters. It's because why? it's disingenuous. If How you, is it disingenuous? Why is it such a big deal? Because it's not authentic. It's not authentic. To the script. What reboot or remake is? I'll tell you why. Even the new Judge Dredd that was really popular was a lot different than the like. There's tons of reboots well, yeah, and sh- remakes that that. Did you were you about to say the new Judge Dredd was shit? Oh, <laughs> calm down there. I liked Raid people, the Redemption better. People do reboots and remakes and all this shit all yeah. the fucking time, but it's like now there's women. Like this is a huge fucking problem. And it's like as much as because I think that shit is cringeworthy as fuck. Because this is the problem that I have is I want to agree with you to some extent. Well, um, you know I think that there are female leads that are done really well in movies. Sigourney Weaver and all the Alien movies was a really well done sure. female lead fucking kill bill right. was a really well done female lead um mad, uh, I, mad max uh yeah mad max had um, charlie Theron. yeah um and and when they bring out these female leads and they kind of like you know look this is our woman lead you know like i think that does get a little bit cringeworthy but that should be the the argument right so for instance um uh, uh, the, the, uh, kind of related, but the seventh Star Wars movie, right? right? I thought that there were problems with the main character, right? I think she was a Mary Sue of a character, right? She yeah. never had any problems throughout the movie, right? Sure. And that's my criticism of her as a character. And right. I and that kind of sucked, but I thought the movie's okay. But when people talk about her, oh my fucking God, this is them trying to shove feminism bullshit, SJWs ruining fucking Star Wars, bringing on this fucking shit, or like Ghostbusters being fucking ruined by the feminists. Like, Damn, dude. Like, this makes you so upset that now I kind of wonder if it is more about the fact that they're women. Is that really the problem here? Because it seems like you're, and maybe not you in particular, but people yeah. get so fucking mad. It's like, damn. Like, I, I was pissed off Were you off this mad when Ghostbusters 2 came out? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. With the, da- with the giant fucking... Look, man, the, the best argument I've heard uh, <laughs> defending the female Ghostbusters is that 
they tried to make a Ghostbusters 2, and that was not as good as the first one, and that had the original cast. So if they had done it uh, with the even with the original cast, there's a there's a probability that it could have been just another shitty movie. I watched Ghostbusters, the female Ghostbusters. I went to a screening with Paul Feig. Okay. I know the person oh, who wrote the name shit. I went, oh, not the Maddox. <laughs> do we get like a, a compilation edit at the end of this with all the names dropped for it's, the? It's the entire it's fucking episode. It's shithead. Jesus, I can't say anything. It's my okay. own fucking show. I can't even. I'm the victim here. Okay, you right? saw Mr. Ghost Liberty Busters. over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul so, Feig was there. The by director. the way, should the government also tell you what you're allowed to? Uh, if you're allowed to discriminate against me on your little podcast, I'd be the fucking head head moderator by now. Oh, yeah, right. Shit. No, you wouldn't be. What do you mean? Well, I don't even know. No, uh, go <laughs> ahead. You saw Ghostbusters. So I saw, Paul Feig I saw was Ghostbusters. there. All Paul the Feig original cast was there except for the dead guy. Yep. All right. So with Ghostbusters, the movie already had a gimmick, which is. They're exterminators who, instead of exterminating pests, are exterminating ghosts. Wow, cool. I'd like to see that movie. But Paul Feig said, you know what? He pitched it to Sony this way, and he's he's been trying to uh, you know, retract these interviews, but he pitched it to Sony as saying, what if they were women? That That's what he said from the outset. To him, the most interesting thing about that genre, about that character, that universe the most interesting thing wasn't anything that has to do with Ghostbusters, but it had to do with whether or not someone had a vagina or a penis, which is just fucking not interesting. And when I watched Ghostbusters, the, the female Ghostbusters, I was ready to shit all over it. I was ready to write a fight. In fact, I, sh- I recorded a video. I vi- recorded a video response to Ghostbusters, and I decided not to release it because overall the movie was just okay. It was okay. It was just okay. It wasn't enough to hate it. wasn't enough to love it. Exactly. It yeah. was just very blah. The first 20 minutes were actually pretty good. Most people say that. The first 20 minutes were funny. But then they went off the rails with the, uh, you know. Black Lady got a little bit extreme, but yeah. Yeah, it was was cartoony, and they had a bunch of musical numbers that had nothing to do with Ghostbusters. So anyway, back to the SJWR. What what do you want to say? You have a rebuttal to that. So like, just real quick when you say that, okay? So these are the kinds of things, these are the kind of statements that are problematic, okay? That might trigger some people. Is if you took a movie and you remade it, and maybe there was a woman character or cast woman or whatever, and you cast it as men or whatever, right? Um, I don't think people would think much of that. But when you talk about casting the, them as all females, you call that a gimmick. Like, just them being women alone already makes it gimmicky. I think this that's is- what you set out to do from the outset, which is make them women first and foremost, then yes, it's a gimmick. Okay. I that, I even asked, I, I wanted to ask Paul Feig, I raised my hand, he didn't call on me, but I was going to ask him, I said, did you write the script first? Or did you cast the movie first? Well, he always will cast first. He's oh, worked with you... the same actresses throughout. Again, like I think Bridesmaids and Spy used a lot of the same actresses throughout. Like that's just kind of what he does. He's probably the next movie will probably have a lot of these same uh, Melissa McCarthy and a couple right, of right. the others, whatever. Okay, so anyway, um, back, so so I want to rebuttal to this because I, I still yeah, haven't heard it, sure. which is there is no analog on the anti-SJW side to this. Uh, uh, outrage uh, or this argument that we have to have representation, this and that. We d- we just don't see it from the anti-SJW side. Where is that? Um, so, le- well, let me address the argument and I'll see if I can find an analog. So, like, I think that this whole argument where um, we, we don't need somebody to identify with, I think it's bullshit. And I think that, and I'm going to use a lot of loaded fucking SJW words here, I think that if you are a white, straight man, I think that it's very easy to say that because every single part of society that you look in has representation for you there. You don't even have to think about it. So if you've grown up and you are a white straight man, okay, if you've grown up in, in the United States of America, 
never in your entire life has anybody ever told you or any part of society ever told you that you can't do a certain thing. You have no idea what that feels like or, or what it's like at all. You've never, like it's never even crossed your mind. Like, am I, you know, because I'm a white straight man, am I not allowed to be like an astronaut or a scientist, right? Whereas women have a whole host of issues with st uh, technology related fields, maybe not as much anymore as they did like 20 years ago, right? Uh, minority types can have a whole host of issues with, with different things. Like, you know, you know, uh, you know, if I'm black, should, you know, my hair is curly. Do I need to straighten it so that I look a little bit more black friendly, white friendly, presentable? Like there's a whole host of like weird things that kind of go on there. And, and then on the flip side, whenever I see something posted where the lead character, um, my, 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 the, my favorite example is there was a new, um, fucking uh, FIFA game that came out. Um, I say new, but it was probably a couple years ago. And this, the lead character for like the campaign mode or whatever was a fucking black character, right? So I don't give a fuck. It sounds like you probably don't give a fuck or wouldn't give a fuck, but in the fucking thread on Reddit, like the third most upvoted comment was, this is kind of bullshit. How the fuck am I supposed to identify with this person, right? And this was a guy who was probably white who's been telling minority people their entire fucking lives, like identify with white characters is not a big deal. But then it seems like anytime like black leads, it happened in the Star Wars episode seven movie where um, Finn or whatever was a black dude, um, where, where you see these minority characters get pitched and now there's like huge problems. And it's like, okay, well, is the identity thing actually a little bit more important than you were letting on? Like, is it actually a big deal to you? Because I'm having a hard time Right. Look, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Mm -hmm. um, you've been saying this whole thing to me as I presume, a straight white male. Mm -hmm. uh, your entire life you've lived that. Yep. I'm going to guess that you have never seriously been called the N-word. No. I have. I've been called, and I'll, I'll, you know, I don't like to use this word, but I've been called a sand nigger before. Okay. And that happened to me a lot in elementary school. And uh, it, only because I was olive complexioned in a school where the, that was predominantly white, I have been discriminated against, and so has my parents. My, my dad was, has been told by the city council in the city that we grew up in, go back where you came from if you don't like it. They were discriminating against him, and they told him to go back where he came from. My mom has been discriminated against. Like, I've seen actual racism. Is that why you're SJW? Asshole. <laughs> Finish your now, point. Yeah, thank you. Um, the problem is, th with the SJW argument, is that we need to make it easier. We need to encourage people to go, you know, women to go into STEM. We need to encourage minorities to go into STEM, or whatever it is. We need to have more representation in our movies. We need to have more black people winning Oscars. Which, by the way, if you look at the, the numbers of black people who have won Oscars, it is directly in line, in the, correlation with... These, let me finish these, by this, the way, are going to get him to write down more stuff, and we're never going to debate about the we actual debate. I'm getting there, shithead. Right. It's an important so, topic. Go ahead. So, what happens is, you have this like red carpet being rolled out for people who are uh, marginalized, quote marginalized, right? And I don't think women are part of that group. They have been in the past because of, uh, you know, issues. Not as suffers. much anymore. If Not they as are much significantly anymore. less, I could agree right. with that. So, Which ironically is a big problem with the feminist movement because white females are starting to feel marginalized in that group because nobody wants to hear their issues. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, my problem with this, with the whole SJW uh, argument is that they're presuming a, a position of weakness, Victimhood. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're getting there. We're, so we're so so they need to roll out this red carpet. However, I don't think I, I think few people would argue that that uh, black people in this country, just because of the history of slavery and discrimination that was institutional and legal discrimination against black people that has set them back for years, have overcome it. Not entirely. Not all the people, for but years. we had. <laughs> 
at the back years, literally three, four years. Show your pie hole, asshole. Right. So we had we had a black president, and in spite of all the, <laughs> the racism all the sh- is over. No, it's not, that doesn't mean racism is over, but it shows that it can be overcome. I, as a person who has discriminated, been discriminated against. Yep. And has and ha- came from a family who's been discriminated against. Have succeeded in spite of this discrimination. Okay, I'm ready. Are you okay. ready? Okay, because this argument is bullshit. All right. Okay. And Maddox, you okay are yes. an exceptional person. Thank okay? you. I think I, finally. I, I, that's what I've been extent. telling you your whole fucking uh, show. You, I'm trying to fucking tell you. You're, You're a prime example of, You're... Of, of 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 people's ability to choose the life they want. But go ahead. So this is this is something that I have completely flip flopped over the past four or five years. Okay, I used to completely be in your field, and now I've switched a little bit, right? But I would consider myself to some extent to be an exceptional person as well. So when I say exceptional, I mean somebody that is outside the norm in at least a couple different areas, sure. right? Um, so for me, um, I grew up. Basically, a lot of random shit happened. I was kind of on my own when I was 16, 17. And then from there, I did. My parents didn't help me with college or anything. I worked a job, worked a lot, had to drop out of college, got fired from my job for some bullshit reasons. And my life was pretty fucked for like a two two or three year period. Really fucked. I was a carpet cleaner before I got into streaming, right? And I was very, very, very lucky that this crossroads of my interest in gaming and humor met like with this crossroads of like technology and, and fucking streaming, like right at the perfect fucking moment in time, right? And, um, I'm not entirely sure. I consider myself to be a bright person. I've got a lot of fans that look up to me that consider me to be a bright person. I think you consider me to be fairly intelligent. It's entirely possible that had the streaming thing not lined up for me, maybe I would still be cleaning carpets. Maybe I never would have found that thing that would have given me this avenue to, you know, you know, talk about fucking politics in Los Angeles with, you know, a fucking guy that's too old to be doing this shit anymore, right? Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe, Look, maybe, I'm maybe paying like, attention. So I, I think that it's really important sometimes to, to, to try to separate, like, there are a lot of things that I can deal with. Um, I can deal with, for instance, it, that better than anybody else. I can deal with online hate better than any other person that I've ever met in my life, just because of the type of person I am. But you have to be really careful not to assume that every single other person can handle it the same way that you can, because I don't think that everybody can. This is why I, I'm careful to point out that you are an exceptional person. Don't think that every single other person can, can be the same as you. When, when you brought up that, you brought up the agency thing earlier. We're like, do you want to treat minorities like they're kind of weak-minded people, whatever? Yeah. I think everybody is a weak-minded person. If you were to put white people in the same position as black people, they'd probably be just as fucked. I don't think white people do well and black people tend to not do as well because white people are just way better. It's because everybody can fall into the same types of traps. There's just a lot more of them planted for other types of groups than white people are, right? If you're born into a middle-class family in a good neighborhood and you've got good schools around you, nobody's fucking selling crack or doing any crazy fucking shit, and you show up to life every day, you're going to do okay, right? Would you agree with that? You're probably going to do okay. You, you don't have to do anything crazy, you know, hard to just, make it, right? Just looking at average numbers, then most likely, yeah. Yes. Whereas if you're born in a really fucked up circumstance, if you've got a single parent household, if you've got a mom right. that's working multiple jobs, right? It's well, a lot harder for you to make it. Now, you can make it, and there will be those examples, the black presidents or the Maddoxes that, you know, come from the land of terrorism. Like, these people will make it out, but these are always the exceptional people, and you have to be careful not to assume, I think, that everybody can do that. Yeah, I, I, and again, I'm not I'm not making that assumption. I think that's where... Yeah, it said like you talk, you made that assumption earlier when you're talking about rolling out the red carpet. <laughs> well, I think because as a society, mm-hmm. it seems like the SJWs, through passing legislation, are pushing us in that direction. And I'll tell you one specific example that really pisses me off is manspreading. I think it is... <laughs> It is what the SJWs want to do is prevent Maddox and Barack Obama and Steve Jobs and Destiny from actually um, taking advantage of their opportunities and their intelligence and their 
I don't uh, think so. And their talent. No. Why no. do you say that, Rucka? Their entire goal is to make everybody equal. No, AKA it's to give break everybody... your fucking legs until you're as short as me. And trust me, there's going to be a lot of fucking breaking. <laughs> By I the think way, it's just to give people equal opportunities. Exactly. The opportunities to pa- penalize those that are capable. Well, who wants to penalize? What are you talking about penalizing? No. Who, wait, who wants to penalize? What t- when you say penalizing, in what ways do you mean? I mean, whatever. If you're name one way. Okay, um, if you're. If you're rich, we want to take your money away. If you're, um, oh, inheritance. That's an example. So, okay, so for, no, so, if you're making money, we want to stop you from doing it. If you're white, you want to go to college. We don't want. We want to give it to somebody else. Okay, so for taxes, all okay. right. So we can go by taxes. Do you think that everybody should pay? Do you understand why we have like a progressive tax system as opposed uh, to like it's a, a, <laughs> a whole another can of worms? But listen, <laughs> well, I, I'm, 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 I'm talking. I'm talking about the principles at play here. Well, the, but the principles the, are really the, important. The, S, the SJWs they're they're driven by egalitarianism. They want everyone to be equal. They want to reduce everybody to the level of a zygote but it's not but that's not necessarily true it's absolutely true okay, see, that's why if you're, I mean? if you're white you don't can never understand the you, struggle okay. of living in the ghetto so i don't want to bring up sargon because you said we don't have anybody to defend but like there are people that will make these arguments well what they do is they rapid fight they gish gallop out like 15 p- points but then they never actually like break down any of them so like the tax thing Wrong! is bullshit okay right what what so the reason why people that make more money pay a higher percentage of their income is because they can afford to do so because they spend a lower percentage of their income on necessities, right? So let's say that you have two people. One makes $100 a month and one makes $10,000 a month. Let's say for both of these people to survive, they have to pay $90 a month on food, right? One guy has 10 bucks left over and the other guy has, uh, what, $9,090 left over or whatever. Is it really fair the, to the, ask uh, both of these people uh, to pay the, $5 the for- The progressive tax system was there before egalitarianism in its modern form, but the SJWs, they want to take away everything you've got. That's ultimately, everything you've that's got. ultimately okay. what they want so to do. So which Democrat or what politician we, we has ever we suggested don't yet, We don't yet have a purple-haired Democrat in office, but it's fucking coming we if, we don't do. fuck, if we don't see, wake the fuck no, so up. The, so here, this is the false equivalency. This is it. Yeah. This is perfect, yeah. right? So you're giving me these problems that don't exist on a legislative stage. But when I tell you that there are problems with how we treat Mexicans or black people or people across the seas, I can point to statements that our president has made or other state senators or, or federal senators or congressmen have made, and you're trying to present these as equals. I'm like, not... I'm not debate i i haven't i don't think i've said anything about how we quote treat mexicans or what the president wants to do no, with no, them but you're i'm only like- saying the sjw's principles are that of extreme egalitarianism they resent people that are successful and not only they're successful their their talent their uh capability they resent the fact that oh you gosh. that you took advantage of your talents but, and that r- you pulled yourself but when out you of say the like gutter. they want to take everything from you who wants to take everything no, away yeah, r- 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 beyond r- money like they somebody hate, they hate you for they hate <laughs> you for your capability I don't, you, Steve, no offense, you don't even need to be here. Rucka has made your argument so easy because you are the outraged anti-SGW when you're going off of the, it's not even a rational argument to suggest that SGWs are trying to take everything away. That's a, that's a bullshit celebration. I don't know argument. if they, I don't know if all of them want to uh, uh, financially t- empty out your wallet, but the principles they talk in, if you're white, you hate blacks. Rucka, if you're cis, you hate trans. Rucka, some, Everybody some, needs to be, uh, uh, reduced to the level of an oppressed person. Okay, Everyone's so, arguing, I'm more oppressed. No, I'm more oppressed. Okay, so like this example, so if we look at something like foreign policy, right, this will be an argument that we'll get into where I will get into an argument with somebody and they'll say, oh, well, they just want to let all the Muslims come over here. And you'll go, really? Which Democrat senator has suggested that they want to let all of the Muslims come over here? Has this ever happened in the history of the United States? No, this isn't a thing. Then 
then when I counter with something like, okay, well, we're trying to restrict religious freedom in the United States, I can point to an executive order that was attempted to be passed twice by the president of the United States supported by the Republican Party. There's a huge difference in scale where one are like these problems that you're talking about that okay. maybe someone on Twitter advocated for, I understand but the other is actual policy of the United I States. I understand what you're saying. Now, here's the thing. SJWs at this point are, have not... Um spent much time focusing on pol on the realm of politics. So I can't point... So they're ineffective. I, I they can't, can't do anything. Well, that's well not true. hold on, hold on, hold on, Maddox. I, I do believe that politics ultimately are shaped by the ideas in the universities and in the culture. So when people in universities are behaving the way they are and when they're saying white people need to be punished for being white Ugh. and men need to be punished for being cis male, I'm telling you... I don't I don't I can't tell you when it's going to end up in politics but right now let's talk about SJWs and what they stand for. Yes, they stand for wanting to punish people for being capable for not being handicapped. I'm okay. telling you that's what they're saying. They're saying it pretty fucking loud. So no, I can't point at legislation right now. I hope I never have to. I hope I never I, can. So I guess like I'm more the reason why I don't like to entertain these arguments is because I'm more concerned with like states like the North Carolina that are right now trying to pass voter ID laws that are literally like I think the words were surgery targeting black people to keep them from voting. Have you heard anything about voter ID laws yeah, in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah, like I, a decent amount about them? Yeah. Like the, the state legislature requested racial data, okay, to find out when blacks voted most. So they cut down the early voting period by one week. How does that help anybody? By finding the types of IDs that black people were most likely to use, they disbarred all of those, okay? And then by finding out which polling stage, like it was like literally trying to find, like these are issues. So when we talk Fine. about like discrimination against black people versus like SJWs want to take everything, like this is like, okay, again, maybe this will happen again, at some point in the future, we, but. If you feel that, if you think that uh, that that voter ID, law, ID laws are bigger, more concerning, immediate topic, uh, fine, fine. If you're saying those are more of a concerning topic than SJWs, fine. And that's a debate for another day. But right now we're debating about SJWs versus anti-SJWs. And I'm saying SJWs are not currently in politics, but we're talking about their ideas and what they're saying, what they represent. But you're but you're giving me this. This is an SJW will say the standard white man hates every single black person or whatever. By default, all white men are racist. And then the standard anti-SJW is like every single SJW thinks that every single uh, you know, white man needs to be punished. Like, these are like extremist yeah. okay. positions that's, 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 that's nobody true. really believes I'm not, in. I'm not sure no. I'm even arguing for the anti-SJW. I'm just really, I want to accurately define what what SJWs are. And by the way, saying all SJWs believe such and such may be inaccurate, but at least there you're talking about a, a members of a certain... Uh, ideology you're not just uh late saying what they believe based on their skin color but or you think there are so hold many up. of them that hold they're going to manifest in america okay. let's say there's one let's say there's one hold on let's say there's one let's say there's one we're talking about that one we're talking about well, sjw talk about okay. i don't know i don't know i didn't choose the topic i'm just saying we're talking about sjw's and it just seems like your your go-to argument is like well there's all this other stuff going on it's what about is my go no no it's not what about is at all my go-to argument is that these people are just ineffective they don't do anything they're like i can go on the internet and i can find any fucking crazy opinion i Right. There's a country of 330 million these people. Guys, are you getting guys, these ideas no, from hold the up, professors? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You, you guys, you guys I, I feel like there there are two extremes going on with the SAWs. Okay? Yeah, there's you a, and no, Let me finish, let me finish. Hold on, asshole. Okay. The, there's a huge there's a huge middle ground yeah. between everybody's racist and nobody's racist. And what I hear often, way too often, and especially you're guilty of this sometimes, yeah. Rucka, yeah, is... The, you're on the nobody's racist side. Uh, yeah. When this guy Can you quote me saying yeah, that? Well, no, I'll tell you an example th that just happened last uh, two weeks ago. When this guy whose Reddit history was pulled 
and he said oh, the God. N-word a whole bunch, and he's, he's saying that <laughs> N-words commit more crimes, and N-words this and N-words that. You you know, the people who are on the anti-SJW side would dismiss it as shitposting or trolling. But, and then, so nothing is racist. That's the argument I'm hearing. And then people on the SJW side, when people say, uh, you know, if they use the word faggot in a video game or something like that, you're a, a homophobe. If you say the N-word ever, you're racist. No, they're there's saying no, you're racist because you exist. But there's nobody no really says that. That's like a really minority extremist opinion. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is it like that's the SJW position? It's that if you're white, you're anti-black. But if that if that's the extreme way you want to define SJW, then so few people are SJW. That's, well, that that's, it's not what, that's how they that's how they earn their title. If they were just kind of moderate, you know, anti-racism members of society, then, nobody would ju- notice but the, them. But you just. You just did this. The problem then is that you, so when I start to corner you on what you mean by SGW, you get more and more and more specific. And then you agree with me that maybe these people not, might not be that many people, but just five seconds ago, you told me they're learning this in the colleges. They are. So do you think every single professor then is an SJW? Not every single one, but it's, they're definitely getting these ideas from school. Absolutely. So all the professors, or I most of the, okay, of so most I don't know of if it's profe- most, I don't know if it's some. <laughs> so like, okay. so this is like, this is the perfect like uh. summation of all of my problems that people will get out and very strongly talk about these issues and have YouTube videos with hundreds and hundreds of thousands, millions of views, and they're talking about these issues where it's like, how many people are impacted by this? I need to how tell many you how many people this? I need to how you... many people are preaching this? Because oh. I can point to things like voter ID laws or gerrymandering or statements from the president. These are real problems. <laughs> Listen, that are being... let's say let's say the SJWs are a tiny trend that will never get power. I hope that's true. I'm saying they exist, whether it's three of them, okay. and they're only getting it from two professors. They exist as a movement, and we're debating about them today. I'm not saying it's a bigger problem than gerrymandering. Let me let me chime in here, okay, you two bozos. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say an argument for Steve's side because I doubt he's gonna say that's all you've been doing. No, I haven't. Yeah. No, I have Then I'll make one for your side. You've been making arguments for you've been the strongest case for Steve's argument for his side of the debate because of how triggered you've been this entire fucking time. And let me fucking finish this point. Yeah. You want an argument for your side, Steve? And I'll just end it on this because we argue both sides of the debate. No, I you got Let me finish this, asshole. I'm gonna fucking finish this. Okay. You want the biggest smoking gun that the anti-SJW side has become the SJWs is you look at the number of videos on YouTube about Anita Sarkeesian versus the number of videos Anita Sarkeesian has produced. She has produced about 200 videos. Do you know how many videos are about her? 94,000. It's a lot of videos. (laughs) 94,000 people have produced videos criticizing or talking about Anita Sarkeesian. Who's fucking triggered? The left or the right? It's not. It's gamers. It's not the fucking left Can I or do the a right. gamer thing on, on that that's really funny? And it kind of goes into your anything earlier. Gamers, I so the reason why I used to be like you is because when I would say these things, like um, everybody should be strong, everybody shouldn't let other things bother them, everybody should be able to laugh at themselves, I, and everybody was agreeing with me and dragging me up, I thought everyone else honestly believed that. But what I find out growing up is that nobody really believes that. Most people are fucking full of shit. You want the best example of this. Um, do you know Jimmy Kimmel is yeah he made some videos on 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 um or he didn't make videos but he, he did a thing on a show where he did a skit about YouTube live do you know what I'm talking about Mm. Uh, yes, I think. Yeah, the I joke it. was yes. like, um, yes. now you can watch people play games, and now you can watch people watching people play games. Right? Basically, right. making fun of the concept of watching yeah. people play games, right? So I thought it was okay. It wasn't like the funniest thing, but it was okay, you know. Yeah. But like, it's the kind of video where I see like, oh yeah, okay, that's kind of funny, and then move on, right? Holy shit! Have you seen the like dislike on this shit? Oh yeah, it's a shit. It's storm. fucking insane on yeah. all three videos. Yeah. You have never seen a group of people triggered so fucking hard in your entire life. 
I thought we were all supposed to just laugh at ourselves. I thought it was okay. I thought we weren't like yeah. all, but but as soon as, and this is where that white male thing comes in, right? Where white, I notice this a lot. A lot of white men say things like, well, dude, like, it's okay. Like, this isn't a big problem. Like, dude, just, you don't have to identify with somebody. You don't need representation. Like, just be chill. But then as soon as like, it's not perfectly set up for you, people like fucking lose their shit. The whole debate I had with John Tran, whites are going to become a minority. I thought we were talking the whole time. Like, it didn't matter if you were a minority. Why right. does it matter if whites become a minority? What right. the fuck is the problem? Um, look, the truth is usually somewhere in the middle. I feel like. Oh, that uh, the radical people, centrist the, position. Wow, so much integrity, Maddox. I, <laughs> I like how you avoid taking yeah. any strong position here so no one can attack you. Because it's fucking true, oh, and I'm tired goodness. of everything. Look, I'm tired of everything. I'm tired of all the positions. I'm tired, tired of this the left great. and the right. This I'm is your tired. Middle Eastern roots talking. You're the Saudi Arabia <laughs> that buys arms from the United States and sells it to ISIS so we can go and fight them. That's great. Oh, You're playing wrong. both sides of the fucking... I wish the whole oh, Middle gosh. East were radical Except instead centrist. of exporting oil, oh, you do uh, books on being fucking triggered by SJWs. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, in my book, I have I have two chapters back to back one is fuck your racist witch hunt which is the anti-SGW side because SGWs are always looking for evidence that somebody's racist guys you don't need to look very hard if someone's racist they're usually loud and proud a little too loud and then the other one is fuck being proud of who you are so I'm attacking both sides I'm attacking nationalism I'm attacking pride in your ethnicity and pride in your whatever that you didn't choose that you were just born into I attack both sides all right that's where I that's where my position is because I'm just a genius all right Rucka do you have a wrap up for us yeah all right I think I do uh if Maddox was arguing for his side of the debate he would have pointed out that a lot of these anti-SJWs are um they feel like losers. They, they they live in the basement. They live on the internet. They they feel like um, they've missed out. They don't have confidence. And now they're being told that they have more opportunities than the hot girl on TV or the, the, the black basketball player uh, on TV. And he, let me say this to the anti-SJWs because I know a lot are watching uh, because Destiny is on. Destiny is not your problem, Okay. I might disagree with Destiny, but he's not your problem. Neither is Anita. Neither is fucking the legislature. Don't talk. This is the Rucker wrap-up. Neither is the uh, Canadian free speech, hate speech law. Like, your own uh, your own lack of uh, principles, your own lack of direction. Like, you're not doing anything with your potential, and I believe in you, okay? Like, guys... <laughs> I'm serious right now. Like, I'm not making fun of you. Like, guys, like, you know, people are going to say, oh, Rucka, you are anti-SJW. You, you red-pilled me in seventh grade, bro. You fucking... It's like, listen, I, I wish the anti-SJWs were singing my tune, bro. I wish. I'm, a, I'm, I'm driven by positive values, okay? You know, at the end of um, Little Rascals, where the one guy says to the other, why do we need to be anti-woman? Can't we be, be for something? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it anti-Destiny, anti-Amy Schumer, anti-Sarah? So, like, why don't we figure out what we want to do? You know, I, I I like creating content. You know, I like fucking uh, figuring out where how to get my life where I want it to be. And I just feel like some of the coolest people in the world live in the fucking basement. They live on the fucking internet. And I'm just like, I just like us all to take one big collective shower and uh deodorize and just fucking let's let's fucking get out there and let's fucking let's let's fucking take the world it's a rucker wrap up yeah all right there it is uh destiny any final words before we move on to the headlines no that was beautiful i'm sure a bunch of white dudes are gonna take to the streets tonight <laughs> yeah. start that uh white yeah. nationalist movement um yeah, hell yeah. get that oh, state well, going I mean, I feel, all these uh i call uh, them yeah. the, these displaced lefties basically all the all the gamers who 
you know, they, they, they freaked out when, when the left came after video games. Like, these guys are all drifting towards nationalism. They're drifting towards conservatism. Some of them mm-hmm. are going to drift back to, like, hard left-wing politics. I'm saying, guys, how about none of the above? Yeah. How about none of the above? Wow. How about oh, what a, what a radical centrist? Oh, no, not you centrist. Don't... How about radical individual freedom? How wow. about radical Gosh. principles? Stupid. Of, like, you know, you know how the radicals, <laughs> the radical abolitionists said, "Let's let these uh, slaves have their freedom back." How about we be like them? We can, we can be in a future Quentin Tarantino movie if we're on the right side of history, <laughs> okay. guys. Right. Can I, can I end on a, on a heartwarming story with my six-year-old Please. son? Yeah, that's um, right. I yeah, just thought it was really yeah. interesting. I try, I try not to farm him for content, but this. Is really cool i thought um my inner sgw we thought when we were um driving home one day we hopped out of the car and um i let nathan when i grew up i was into all the fucking horror movies every fucking horror movie puppet master hellraiser child's play fucking freddy krueger every single thing right Ooga so booga. um what Ooga booga is another good horror no, i'm movie. not i was born in 88 not okay. fucking 60s all right so <laughs> nathan when he was getting out of the car, right? Um, he, he He's into zombies right now, or he was yeah. at this point in time, right? Have you ever heard of a game called Dying Light? Yeah. Okay. I, did you play it? No, oh, I just watched okay. demos. I never like played it. it. I have no idea what it's about. But when he hopped out of the car, he told my girlfriend, he was like, um, hey, let's go play Zombie Hunter, and you're allowed to play with us too. And that was such a bizarre statement. I had no idea what he meant by that. Like, why would and I asked him, I was like, what do you mean she's allowed to play with us? Why wouldn't she be allowed to play with us? And he was like, Well, we can go and hunt zombies. And um in Dying Light, the um one of the people is a girl. The girl is a zombie hunter, so that means that she can hunt with us too. And I thought that was really interesting that because huh. he saw it in the game, he thought just just like a little just like a little thing that made me think, you know? Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> All right, good uh, good anecdote. That's a story that uh that speaks to identity. That identity yeah. matters. Maybe, okay. yeah. As All much right, as I wouldn't like it or to be, that you wouldn't it, like it. It shouldn't really matter that much, which is, it, it's good It's good that, <laughs> that, vi- that you know, video games can sort of show uh, diversity at times, and it can affect the kids. I'm not a- a- necessarily anti that. But at the end of the day, everybody's a person. So fuck your identity, and just fucking, just fucking pull your head out of your ass, and just figure out what the fuck you want to do with your life. That's what I think that story is. we just got a second Rucka wrap-up? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a second Rucka wrap-up. Nice try, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Guys, now it's time for some quick news headlines. Oh, yeah, quick news headlines. Yeah. This is um this is from BBC. Surgeons removed 27 contact lenses from a woman's eye. Did you guys hear about this? She, she just put them all on top of each other? Yeah, like a dumbass. Idiot. For 35 How could she even blink. Yeah, 35 years this moron was just piling them, just shoving them in one after another. Oh my god. Like like fucking Pringles on her fucking eyelid. And she went into the doctor's office and was just like Ah, yeah, I was just red and irritated. I just thought I was getting dry eye from old age. And doctor's like, what the fuck are you... Who gets dry eye? Is that a thing that happens? So they removed this clump of of, uh, lenses from her eye, and they found that it's been... uh, There was 27 of them, 35 years. That's not even one per year. So she wasn't even replacing... She must have been nearly blind. I just hope she's getting paid as much as her male counterparts. That's all I care about. Thank you, SJW Rucka. You're welcome. But uh, my favorite part of this article from BBC says, at the end of the article, says, (laughs) top top tips for contact lens wearers. Okay? So so after this article where they're talking about this dumbass, they said, don't go swimming when wearing contact lenses. Make sure you go for regular checkups. 
And uh, this is my own. Uh, make sure not to keep sticking them in your fucking eyes for 35 years, you dumb shit. Wow. Um, here's an. <laughs> and why she should get paid less than a male astronaut, uh, astrophysicist? What is the hell me. are you talking I'm just about? Saying, why should Why should he get paid? Do you think that if she was a man, she would have waited until she had a uh, 70% more contacts uh, in her she, eyes yeah. the, before the? You her, know what? The man wouldn't have even gone into the doctor. Her, uh, That's her what you uh, do. prescription would have been much worse from all the all the beating off. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Does next, that fuck with your eyes? I don't know. Is a, your dick? Like it's an so old wives tale. Like, I was I was told that a long time ago. Yeah, if you masturbate, somebody you go blind. It's an old yeah. wives tale. Yeah, that yeah. it makes you like yeah, Harry Potter. You go blind. Yeah, yeah. you better not. Mm-hmm. By the way, you 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 don't wear glasses or don't anything. Wear glasses. You, you've been uh, jerking off eight times a week for nope. a good forty years. I've never jerked off. Don't need to. Oh, exactly That's right. right. Ladies, yeah. take care of it for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this. Some uh, fucking monkey news. A curious baboon knocks out power to a Zambian tourist town. This is from AP. A baboon in Zambia has interfered with machinery at a power station in a tourist town near Victoria Falls, knocking out power to tens of thousands of people for several hours. What a fucking asshole. They said that the blackout affected residents of Livingston and surrounding areas Sunday and reports that it was caused by an accident involving a curious animal. Here's the bad news, though. A power utility spokesperson said that the baboon survived. <laughs> what a dumbass. Man, I hate monkeys. Um, all right, here's one last one. <laughs> I feel like I'm on coast to coast right now. What do we got next? Yeah. Here's In Roswell. A, no, this is, a, this is a great story. Here's the last one, uh, another heartwarming tale. Animal rights activists protested a Chick-fil-A store in Florida recently. Uh, listen to this. I have a clip from this newscast. It's pretty funny. Because I think it's unintentionally funny. Listen to this. Lunchtime turned chaotic at a Chick-fil-A in Pinellas Park when a group of vegan protesters showed up. They pantomimed the slaughter of a cow and chicken right in front of kids who were there on Cow Appreciation Day. Yeah, they were, they were there on Cow Appreciation Day, the most sacred day at Chick-fil-A. Listen to this one. Chick-fil-A protesters say they wanted to show customers their sandwiches weren't made without violence. But in a restaurant full of hungry people, their message got chewed up and spit out. On Cow Appreciation Day at a Pinellas Park Chick-fil-A, there were two different ways people showed their love for livestock. Some put on cow costumes for a free sandwich, but others... Go! Go! Acted out a slaughtering. Members of Direct Action Everywhere showed up at the restaurant with fake knives and bloody t-shirts protesting meat eating. We feel like that was feeding into the speciesism that we're trying to fight. And speciesism is basically just the idea that one life is more important than the other simply because of the body they were born into. Man, fuck that noise. That shit pissed me off so much. I'm a... 100% 100% a speciesist. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so far I I I'm 100% on board with humans. I think we are the Not only not only are the SJWs going to start um pinning humans against non-humans, but ultimately it'll become living things versus inanimate objects. It's already you there. You think I'm exaggerating? Oh, it's I mean, absolutely. Yeah. People yeah. are people are protesting for the rights of plants. I mean, that you know, there's the fruit fruit When you say people, how many people here? I know. It's not <laughs> much. You know what? But <laughs> the power but, of but ideas. Li- but listen, Steve, it's the power of ideas. The universities, yeah. they're they're mm-hmm. they're uh, oh, brainwashing yeah. not, like, not like any enormous <laughs> movements have uh, have have changed the course of history. Yeah. That started with uh, it started with an ideology. Oh, it's never gosh. happened. For so every, every idea is equally likely to change the course of I history. Certainly hope not. There you okay. go. All right, guys. Uh, Steve, before we wrap things up, is there anything you'd like to plug? People can find you on Twitch and Twitter. We'll link to all those. <laughs> yeah, my uh, I think my Twitter name is Omni Destiny. That's right. Assuming I don't get banned between now and then, and my uh, website is just Destiny.gg, and all my links are found up there. 
Yeah, destiny.gg, and that takes you to your Discord page. Is that is that correct? Um, I think my Discord is discord.gg slash destiny. If you go there, it'll take you to okay, it. Okay, we'll link to all this stuff. Uh, by the way, Destiny is always streaming. I uh, Almost at any hour I tune in, you're probably streaming. I'm auto-hosting your channel, so I just go to my channel and watch you or whoever else is, uh, is, is streaming at the time. Can I watch you watch him on Twitch? <laughs> We could do, no. I, is that against policy? Can I screen grab you and then watch me watching you? Well, it depends on if I DMCA your content or not. I guess oh, it depends on my mood <laughs> at the time. I don't even so know if yes, that's a ding yes, or a buzz. You can. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Steve, thank you so much for joining us on the show this week. Thank you to Rucka Rucka, first hand on staff. Yeah. We'll see for how much longer. Oh shit. Thank you to Bimo and Svetlana, but most of all, you're welcome. Oh my god, I'm so glad you guys started talking about insert generic subject here because I've been dying to tell this incredibly not true story for years. So anyways, my grandmother, who may or may not be dead, knew insert some celebrity right here, and it turns out that she got divorced from her may or may not be husband when she walked in on her husband sucking dick of Insert said celebrity's name here. Why would why would she make that up? I, I don't I don't know. Okay. Wow. All right. We we get it. Okay. Maybe the original caller was fake. We had a caller call and say that uh, his John friend's Wayne. grandma, yeah, got was uh, getting sucked off by John Wayne. And uh, yeah, we <laughs> broke that story here that John Wayne was uh, gay. closeted. Yeah, he's gay. Uh, here's uh, here's one more from Weird Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Maddox, I didn't know your aunt was the Joe Camel. Yeah, I guess my aunt uh, sounds like Joe Camel. And here's one last one. Another famous caller. I always play these at the la- at the end. Well, hello, Maddox. This is Clint Eastwood. Oh. <laughs> I see that you're having Destiny on this week coming up. Yep. And you asked us to all get our questions in line for him. The only question I have, does he feel good that they made a video game about his life in space? Well, do ya, punk? <laughs> oh, because it's like Destiny of the Game? Destiny. It's like, oh. Yeah, have you heard that one before? No. Oh, fuck it. Hey, look at that. Wow. Wait, really? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I know. I really? Know. No, I know. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>